Well, here we are, episode 120. Got a little emotional there. On this episode, I have the usual crew, the Wrecking Two. Oh, I like that. I just made that up. I have the usual crew of the Wrecking Two. We're going to be talking about 1986. Why am I doing all this yelling and extension of my voice? 86 was a good year. It was one year from going in the military and meeting Todd Sockman. On a, on, a, on a lighter note, it should be a good show. So sit back, relax, enjoy 1986. KOFB Studio presents Milk Crates and Turntables, a music discussion podcast hosted by Scott McLean. Now, let's talk music. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Amanda, for that wonderful introduction as usual. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. You know the name. I'm not going to say it. Welcome to the podcast. We're streaming live right now over Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, or not Twitter, X. Is anyone ever going to just call it X? Is that ever going to take hold? Or will it always be the artist formerly known as Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think so. In the big picture. Did it matter in 1986 when the, when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No! Oh, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to bring on the wrecking two. Mark Smith. Oh, where, where, look, where is he? What? What's he? What, I, in Luke Late Lickia, to the party. What? What the hell just happened there? Hi. Where, I had this big intro and you just like, you know. Verbal warning time. A long show. Hey, at least I'm lit real nice. That's right. You got nice lighting. I mean, I, now, now Lou's back in France. Hey. I do this. He's back yeah. in Paris. So he has to be subdued. <laughs> it's nighttime in Paris. Hey, good evening, Patty. Good evening. Hi, Patty. Hey, Patty. She, she says, you're on time this week. Yellow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was, I don't know. It's Lou's fault last week. I think maybe, I don't know. Somebody's fault. Mark's Always- fault drummer's fault yeah it's, it's just blame it on the drummer I, I'm, I'm, what am i apologizing for that uh, you don't need to know okay. <laughs> uh i will say something it's always my fault oh my autographed porcu- porcupine tree picture fell this week because that story you were telling lou and i was banging oh, my oh, head against oh, the wall. Oh. <laughs> i the apologize for story. that story what do you right. what do you apologize for? I Stop you never apologize. <laughs> Listen, Literally. you know what? You're apologizing. You go right into the penalty box. There is no apologizing <laughs> on this podcast. There, this is not a soft podcast. This is a podcast where you speak your mind. We don't self censor on milk crates and turntables. Uh, I won't. I won't show my scar. I promise That's, you. That. Well, <laughs> definitely in the box then. 
<laughs> Definitely in the box. That I, I noticed Colin's comment um, was it disturbing behavior. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah, that that was in that even uh, was it evoked a, a comment on Twitter. Someone said it was it was one of the funniest stories they ever heard. <laughs> as long as it doesn't happen to and you. Yeah, they even had the time. They had the time stamp from like I don't know, it was like one hour and fifty two minutes to one hour and fifty seven minutes. Like funniest five minutes, something like that. We're at, we're at almost at two hours at that point. I know. <laughs> Three Mark hours. Didn't, Mark didn't go to bed early that night. No. Oh, I was <laughs> erect the next day. <laughs> but looking at uh, looking at 19, the events of 1986, we're definitely not doing a th- three-hour show tonight. Um, it, not a lot happened in uh, in 1986 as far as, like, you know, big things. Usually when I do these years, when we do these years, it, it's a significant list of, of music uh, events. But... Mm-hmm. Ah, this I looked at. It, I went, oh, okay. We'll be talking about movies. All right. Was it a relatively peaceful year? I I guess. I guess. Um, well, for me, I was concerned about graduating high school that year because I failed gym. I was one year from going in the uh, in the Air Force. He failed gym. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I graduated college that year, and then I took the just the, another year off. Took. From that point on, so I I had to I had to go to uh, like um, I guess they call it summer school. So they let me go to graduation, but I didn't get a diploma because I was a couple credits short. But I had it set up for the summer class thing. And uh, Tiffany Vanell, that's my buddy. Good evening. She says good afternoon. So evidently she's in another time zone. <laughs> and y'all, y'all is she in the, is she in the south? She, you know, yeah, well, if she's in the south, southwest, south Boston, southwest. Yes, if she's, you know, but I know what she means. I know what she means. Tiffany's my buddy. Spent the day with her the other uh, day on uh, Tuesday at a big uh, United uh, Mission United Veterans Conference of all these different non for profits that are helping veterans. It's a great time. It's a great time. Mm, yeah. And then at the end, Tiffany and I stole sandwiches. Nice. <laughs> Stole. All right, I'm gonna tell you the story. It wasn't what kind me. Of, what kind of sandwich? It wasn't me. I'm just saying it wasn't me. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't my idea. So everybody leaves and they had the mission united. They're former the United Way. Uh, she says no, just working a different inter- internal time clock, running there. That's a busy girl. She is a busy girl. But back to the story. So Tiffany and I were like the last ones to leave the conference. Uh, the guy that was running it, he's a buddy of mine from Mission United. He's talking to some people. So he had kept saying throughout the conference, eat the food, because the whole back table was just all, you know, sandwiches and mac salads and desserts and drinks. And he's like, eat the food. So we're, we're about to leave. And uh, Tiffany says, hey, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of food over there. <laughs> I said, yeah, it is. She says, well... So well, it's because I'm gonna get some. <laughs> I said, I do the same. I said, okay, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, right? So we go over, and she takes, gets a plate. She gets, it. and the sandwiches were like mini subs. Like she said, <laughs> he said, Timothy said, oh my god, my 95 year old grandma would have killed me if I let them throw it away. You're not getting out of this one that easy, Tiffany. No, no, no. She's, she's. That's a deflection. She says, 
Can't, yeah, well, she did say, can't let good food go to waste. So she did say that, right? That's true. So she gets a sandwich, and they were like two, they were like a good, like eight inch subs, right? And they were cut in half with a big toothpick. So she gets one. I said, well, I, I don't really want to cook dinner tonight. So, <laughs> so I grabbed two. Right? Yeah, you need two. I, 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 well, one for me, one for Dr. Vera, right? <laughs> two for you. <laughs> yeah, no. So, and then I, I went a step further. I, I looked around and I put them in my bag. <laughs> Stuffed sandwiches in my bag. Like I'm hiding them. Like somebody's going to see me doing this, right? There's nobody there. I do the two paper plates and I just squash them. That's what Tiffany did. She's proper yeah. like that. She's proper like that. I stuff them in a bag. So you felt the need to hide it. You could have just I, walked yeah. out with it. Yeah. 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 My <laughs> grandma's favorite was the avocado. Ah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they covered the, they, they ran the gamut of vegan, vegetarian, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, they put on a good spread. It was a very interesting conference. Uh, did you steal do. any salad? Somehow. I, I really didn't want to put salad in my bag because I had some swag in there. In there. Yeah. I had some swag. I didn't need like salad all over my water bottle. Why do they always give water bottles away? Haven't uh, these places right. figured out yet that every freaking conference you go to or whatever you do, there's always water bottles. Yeah. You know how many water bottles I have in my house? You want to talk about single use, like these things? Like, these you know purified water bottles. Yeah. I have I have more water bottles from conferences that my wife went to that I mean sit rolling around my house. I, I could I could fill a half a lake. <laughs> and they're all things. cheap. They're the cheap. They're all bottles. cheap. And yeah. it's like, hey, hey guys, I got a great idea for marketing. Let's put our name on a water bottle. Yeah. yeah. Nobody does that. No? <laughs> well, I, I could say otherwise. You know what's a good giveaway? Right. USB drives, even though people don't use them so much anymore. We did that once uh, where I work, and that's big. You, get you, know, like you know what's even better? What? You know what's even better? If you get a USB drive. Let me see. Tiff says, it was an amazing conference, an amazing experience to hang out with everyone. Got to uh, gotta go, but hope you all have it made. Well, thank you for checking in. And yeah. just as the wonderful, beautiful Tiffany leaves the air, Todd Sockman comes on. <laughs> I am here. Entertain me. Well, you just missed a good story, so Todd. No, we're not. Repeat gonna entertain. it. You should repeat it. No, no. So you know, you know, it's because you get those USBs and you get one. Just get yeah. one, and you load it with porn, <laughs> and then you just put it amongst all the other ones. <laughs> spike them. Spike it. So when they put it in, they'll see like this, you know, little file. Like what? What's this? <laughs> you put midget porn. And I'm, if it's I'm, if it's, it's the if best it's co- kind. if it's coworkers, you see who comes in with either a big smile or yeah. like a frown the next day. You know, I, I think it's 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 little people porn now, Scott. Well, so so <laughs> if I'm married to midgets, is that big of me? Oh, <laughs> come on, Lou! I'm doing the rim shots. He's the drummer. Yeah, I got nothing over here. <laughs> Come on. That's a good one. I got another one. I I got another one. If somebody driving an electric car hits somebody, do they get charged with battery? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. It is. Uh, hey, do, do do white trash poor white trash people go to the movies just to see the trailers? 
Uh, I did sneak into the theaters to see the Star Wars trailers back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you know, he misses the whole point of that I joke. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my. All right, moving on. Do you know he pulled oh, a lot of fog does. in Italy? What? A bigger mist. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, Robert Kirkman says he remembers a midget in 86. Okay. 86 is a good year. Speaking of 86, let's get into it. <laughs> Let's right. get into it. So starting right off, so this is not a lot happened in 86, it's like as far as musical events, because the year starts off on January 30th, like the last day of the month. Nobody did anything in music from January 1st to January 29th, 1986. Nothing happened. Hmm. Those boring January so far of all the years we've been doing. Right. Usually it starts like January 3rd, this album dropped. Or that. Yeah. No, no. It was Live Aid in 85? Yeah, I believe it was, yes. Maybe, maybe we were in like a Live Aid big benefit thing hangover. It was just a lull. I don't know, but that was the yeah. summer. Live Aid was in the summer. Right, yeah. So this like is Captain like, in January. You know, it can't be that big of a hangover. Where was the revolution? Where was the revolution? According to Robert Kirkman, he said there was a revolution. Oh, there was a revolution. Is in Guatemala? No, wait. I don't, don't, don't listen. Anyway, on Dark January 30th, 1986... The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland holds its first induction ceremony with many rock pioneers attending. That's not that true. <laughs> it's not that true. That's a little bit, I think, I think as the story goes, that's a little exaggeration I, there. I think we're going to get a here we go moment. <laughs> no, no, I didn't, didn't, um, like... Aretha Franklin didn't show up. They, like a bunch of people didn't show up was, for the, was that the first year you said? Yeah. Uh Little Richard. It's induction ceremony. Little Richard didn't show up, right? He was, he was part of the inaugural class. He did not show. He wasn't there. He hey, was there because of illness. Hey Lou, give me give me a fact about Little Richard. Funny you should ask, Scott. Funny you should ask. I have to go back in time here. Um, All right, I'll fill in while he's looking. I was underwhelmed when they announced the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was like I knew it was going to be a disaster. Like Hall of Fames are disasters, so I was never behind. That. I was like, "Oh wow, you know." Yeah. Eh. Actually, it's like, don't you want to keep rock and roll not in that spotlight? You know. Blue mm -hmm. by any time. <laughs> I'm doing rim shots tonight. I know. Um, don't worry about it. I got one. Tutti Frutti is in the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress. Holy cow. Wow, look at that. That's How a great fact. That? Anyways, yeah. moving on. That's, this was a bad big. segment. Yeah, wow. I know. The I, had to go, I had to go back in time. So, uh, uh, so okay, uh, Bob Kirkman says, that's right, February of 86, the, people, the People's Power Revolution in the Philippines happened, oh. right? Oh. So that was, uh, they, were, they were getting rid of Marcos. Getting rid of Ferdinand Marcos. So uh, my, my wife, the, the wonderful and beautiful Dr. Vera, was a young nursing student at the time mm. in the Philippines, right? And she had uh, kind of gotten, got involved with some, uh, this like underground revolutionary newspaper, right? Uh, and it was all uh, anti-Marcos, you mm. know, articles. And the, uh, the founder, the guy that found it in, in, a, in a girl, uh, disappeared, Right. They disappeared and uh, they found them like three days later, heads cut off. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, everybody like, like scattered. Everybody went underground. Right. Everybody kind of took off. And so there was a, a, a big, per, like a big march in Manila. They're all marching toward the, 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 
the capital, right? The, the, I guess the palace, they call it. And uh, my, my wife, you know, decided she was going to be part of this. So she skips school that day, nursing school. She changes and she starts marching in the crowd, right? And they're, they're heading down into toward the, 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 the palace and there's tanks, right? Because the, the Philippine army got involved and was stopping them. So she said that uh, they were all just kind of standing there. Everyone's just kind of standing in the tanks and you got the guy out there with the guns, right? And uh, so uh, the people start yelling at the guy. They start yelling at the guy, right? The, the army, the soldier. And uh, he says, give me a cigarette. You know, and so t- someone grabbed my wife, pushed her up front, and she's like, "No!" And they said, "They won't touch you. You're pretty, and you're in, you, you're young. They won't they won't hurt you. You're a, you're a girl, right?" So she said they gave him <laughs> gave her a cigarette. She walked up to the tank and handed the guy the cigarette. And she said his hand was shaking hmm. like wow. like a leaf. He was he was scared. Yeah, and he goes, "I need a light." <laughs> he yelled at her, right? <laughs> And she said, he needs a light. So she went back. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave it to her. And she walks up. She gives it to him. And he lights a cigarette. And she just kind of backs up and backs up. And, uh, like, within, like, two minutes, the guy just fucking jumps off the tank and joins the crowd. Wow. He's like, I'm not wow. doing this. I'm not doing, I'm not doing this. And they get all the way to the palace. And they see the helicopter taken off. Oh, yeah. The U.S. Away. came in and evacuated them to Hawaii. Wow. Marcos and his wife. Imelda. Yeah, never to be uh, set foot or be buried in the Philippines again. Wasn't he, uh, didn't they take over from somebody, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, it was, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Aquino. Aquino. It was Aquino, yeah, yeah. They told him, don't come back, don't come back. That's right. And he came back and shot him right as he walked off the plane. Right, well, he was running against Imelda. Was he trying to take over? No, he was he was uh, uh, he was running against Marcos, Ferdinand, okay. Ferdinand Marcos. Okay, and uh, he he had a uh, I don't know who Ferdinand Marcos took over from, but uh, Aquino, her, who's his wife, went on to become the president. But that right. dude walked well, off the plane. Right. He right. got down the bottom of the stairs, Picked and they him right whacked off. him. <laughs> wow! Yeah, and then she was the president, and uh, she didn't. She was no day at the beach. But anyway, let's move on. How did I get sidetracked? I think this might be a three-hour show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pillow. So. I asked where the revolution was. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, February 25th, 1986, the 28th Annual Grammy Awards are presented in L.A., hosted by Kenny Rogers, Phil Collins. Uh, hosted by Kenny Rogers, and Phil Collins is no jacket required. Phil Collins, who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. on his own, uh, wins yeah. Album of the Year, while USA for Africa's We Are the World. Wins both record of the year and song of the year. Mm. And that hottie with the body, Sade, that sexy, sexy, sexy woman, gets best new artist. Oh, cool. And she's proceeded to do the same album over and over for 10 years, every 10 years, but I still love her. Doesn't I love matter. the music. It's just the way she sings, the way yeah. she looks. She still looks good, too. Yeah. She still looks really good. Yeah. One of the greatest record deals ever made. To this day, she's still making bank on that. Refused money up front, said, I'll take it all on the tail end. They were like, she's not going to sell records. She's like, oh, yes, I will. 
Now she gets like 10% of the residuals of, uh, of every album. She takes her time recording. She tours when she wants. The song, uh, under smooth, no pressure. Smooth Operator has been licensed. You know? Yeah, yeah. Good, good money in the licensing. Yeah, yeah. Did I say she still looks good? You did. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, you know what? And, and, it's, and it's funny because she has that high receding hairline, mm-hmm. right? She has a high hairline. And it's just, it's like just, it's just that beautiful that she makes up for that. Yeah. You know? Your face alone. And I'll tell you what, ladies, when that went, when that cassette went in the deck and you were in my car, it's all. <laughs> it was all. That one and I'll be sure. I'll be sure it's first album. <laughs> oh, Lord, I forgot about him. Sucky, sucky now. Watch <laughs> out. It was all when I popped that shit in. Uh, let's see. Yep. Um, also, Whitney Houston wins her first Grammy Award, which she won the best pop vocal performance for a female. Do they even have male or female shit anymore? Is it all like, it's just an artist? I have no idea. It's an artist formerly known as. Yeah. March 8th, 1986, for almost a year, Houston's debut album top of the char- uh, topped the charts and remained uh, for seven weeks and another on May 17th. Uh, let me see. May 3rd, 1986, the 31st Eurovision Song Contest that nobody cares about. <laughs> On May 28th, the Monkees held a press conference at Hard Rock Cafe in New York City to announce officially they will embark on a 100-plus city tour. The tour becomes one of the biggest grossing tours of the year. They that hit surprised it. me. They knew it. Well, they knew Not exactly me. how old we were at that time yeah. and nostalgia, you know, at a certain point in your life, you're always looking for nostalgia, right? Yeah. That's why these old rock bands can keep touring. Yeah. And MTV, weren't they, were they playing the monkeys on the MTV? I, I think they did. Sure? Actually, they did like a marathon one day. They yeah. played every episode, all with 13 of them. With the young kids. The young kids were into it. Joanne Guzborski just joined the show. Thank you, Joanne. I love you. Uh, let me see. June 10th, 1986. Bob Geldof. Fucking douche. Guy's just a douche. I don't like I don't, I don't like the Boomtown Rats at all. I can, that Monday song, I hate it. It's just Bob Geldof is horrible. a douche. I read his Listen, autobiography. It was good. Yeah. I've I've put I've put big parties together before. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Geldof is awarded an honorary UK knighthood. Ugh, look at me, I'm Sir Bob. In recognition of his work in organizing Live Aid. I could have done that. Fuck. He makes some phone calls. That's it. You think he did all the work? I, I guess. Hell he covered, no. I guess he covered that song. Yeah. yeah. The song's as stupid as, is is and there won't be snow in Africa oh, this here we Christmas. Go. Jack, Jack put you in your place on it's, that. Now, no, on. he didn't. He, it, it, he wasn't even close. The guitar stupid, player put you in stupid your Stupid lyrics. It's better than USA for Africa. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, killer drums from Phil everyone. and Ringo. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Killer drums from Phil and uh, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo's on. Ringo's on. We um. On band on bandaid on bandaid really? Yeah. To hear the extended version. They I have don't, a long drum. I don't. Oh, there was an extended well, version of bandaid. Glad it's I got never all heard the guys that one. Doing their little vocals saying, like, "Hi, uh, this is you know, mm, Merry Christmas," and yeah. you know, it. And yeah. doesn't Sting get to say a word? Bitter Sting of tears because his name was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. 
Stupid, right? Stupid. <laughs> it's it's really stupid. When I saw this, that was so cheesy. That was cheesy. I don't know. And we all fucking bought into it. What the fuck? Jeez. And, and what good did it do them? You know what George Carlin said? Move to where the food is now. Yeah, terrible. yeah. What good did it do terrible. them? No, yeah. You know, yeah, got paid what, what, how, organizations how that say we're 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 going to help them. So give us all this money, and we'll we'll help you. Okay. <laughs> Just like the concert for Bangladesh. <laughs> Most of that money didn't make it to the no, no. refugees. And, and Bob Geldof never even lifted a can of peas for that thing. He just said, I'm Bob Geldof. I just, do you want to do a concert? I don't like Mondays. I don't like Mondays. Remember me? <laughs> I just got a call. Can I get us in? Bob's calling. Yeah. yeah uh, June 15th, the final show of A Conspiracy of Hope benefit concert. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, what was that about? Organized by Amnesty International, took place at Giant Stadium. Conspiracy. Yeah. Show was headlined by U2, Sting, Brian Adams, and also features Peter Gabriel, Lou Reed, Joan Baez, and the Neville Brothers. Wow, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, also, the police would perform one last time on stage during uh, uh, during the show before disbanding that same year. That was like their last performance. Well, oh. <clears throat> no, because they did get back together and tour. I meant before the reunion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did the police make a bad album ever? I don't think so. I don't either. I think all the records. That's a good, good question. No, they didn't. Did not make a bad record. I'm tired of a couple albums of theirs, but they're not bad. You know? Which one? Synchronicity. Well, that was the monster, right? Yeah. Monster, it just huh? played too much, but it had uh, wrapped around your finger. Uh, yeah, that King, song. King, That's a uh, great pop song. Yeah. King of King, Pain. King of Pain. Yeah, tea in the Sahara. I actually like yeah, that that's a good song. song. I do too. Murder it's by Numbers. Night, you know why? Murder by Numbers was only on the cassette, though. Really? It wasn't on the album. No shit. Yep. Cool. It was only on the cassette. It was huh. to get people to buy the cassette. I had yeah, the cassette. I hated when they did that. See, I know things. things. You, that was good, man. I know things, yeah, Lou Colicchio. Aren't you the associate professor? Then that's my wife, but you know. <laughs> She's a doctor. By through osmosis. Professor Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Absorption. She's, yeah, she's Dr. Professor. Oh, the, when the police got together and remade, uh, what the song what was the song they remade? Don't, when Don't Stand So, so Close to Me. Horrible. I liked we, it, we were, though. We were supposed to talk about that, but we never did. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I actually went back and listened, back to, and listened to it, and I said, I did like it. Me too, me too. I liked I know the video, why they did too. It. They yeah. explained why they did it, and no, I understand, but it, I didn't. Well, Stuart Copeland broke his arm. Well, you have to see, for the audience, Mark, you have to, this is a podcast, you have to kind of elaborate it's i know why they did it and move on because now people are like in their car right now going what? What? Well, they, well, well fucking tell us that's what you're here for todd sockman yeah. just yelled at it his radio dude that dude that tell us mark <laughs> what is it that's they wanted to update it well lou just shed some light on it i thought they just wanted to update it for the current sound of the times but you said that uh uh the drummer Stuart. broke his arm i think i think Stuart had an injury something oh. he couldn't play well, that's what I didn't like about it. it was all drum machines. I well, like, I, back on. then I, I hated it back then. I thought it was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that the the different melody, you know, it's a different melody and stuff. But when I listened back, I said, you know, the thing is, this it was though, the Luke. police. That was the police doing it. it wasn't like they, they Sting didn't... did that, and then Stuart Copeland actually came in after Sting, oh. and redid them. Hmm. Well, he, so what yeah. you heard was what he put together. What Stuart, Stuart Copeland, put together. yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a drum machine. It was, that was probably Sting the, left them out totally originally. Left okay. him out totally. Yeah, like went in and, and, and dubbed over all of his drums. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so Stuart Coleman had recorded a drum track to this. Yeah, they had done a drum track for it, evidently. And then what had happened was in the interim, 
yeah, in the interim, um, Sting goes in the studio by himself and, and dubs over uh, Stuart Copeland's drumming. I wonder why he didn't like him. Wow, they were they they were they were at the at their wits yeah. end with each other yeah. at that point. I, I remember when they recorded that. I read something in like Rolling Stone. Probably it was just like it was a very tense situation. Yeah, yeah. and then Stuart Copeland went Sting in after that and did it. Oh. Finished it somehow. I have heard that Stuart was the most outspoken member of the band. Very outspoken. Yeah, he's the one that put him together. I would think so. Yeah. I think and, he had a little frustration because Sting got all the all the front. You know, Sting. Yeah. The police when Copeland was the one that put the band together. Yeah, like like you know Brian Jones got overshadowed by Mick by Mick Jagger and Keith yeah. Richards. Well, yeah. the thing that's what the Eagles said. Who's got the song power? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, some of Stuart Copeland's songs in the earlier albums they're quirky. Yeah, but you know, then he, he didn't write Roxanne, and you know, but by songs- the time it was like Synchronicity, Sting had come into the studio with all the songs written. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like except for the solo tracks, because um, yeah, yeah, but mostly everything was already written. So, and he was doing it just for the money. I mean, there's a there's ego, right? Then there's knowing I'm getting a writing credit on every one of these songs, mm-hmm. right? And then it was I don't know why. I guess Andy Sumner was just like, I'm just gonna stay out of this shit <laughs> wisely. <laughs> you know, although he he did come up with the I told you that story. Uh, the riff for Don't Stand So Close to Me. On the and, new uh, version? The newer version? Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. With, uh, uh, not, uh, with, um, uh, what's the, the, the big, the, the huge hit that they had? Every Breath that. You Take? Every Breath You Take, yeah. And, song. Uh, Copeland w- was saying, you know, he should have got a writing credit for it, and Sting didn't give him a writing credit for it. He gave him a uh, contributor. Ah, well. To the song. It, but his, to his riff is the song. Is the song. Yeah, he's the one that made that, who brought that to the table, and we couldn't get a writing credit though. Lou, that sounded like too much time on my hands. I know. Another shitty song by Sticks. Hey, shut up! Another shitty song by Sticks. I love that song. Back to the show. Death protest. Back to the show. I'm Lutheran. I can say that. June thirtieth, nineteen eighty six. Okay. Why am I? See, Madonna releases her True Blue album, which tops the charts in over twenty eight countries and becomes the best selling album of nineteen eighty six. I like that. That was the top selling record of the year. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What what songs run True Blue besides that? Uh True Blue. Let me see. Uh the other songs on that album were Papa Don't Preach, True Blue, Open Your Heart to Me. Yeah. Okay. Baby. And then La Isla Bonita. That, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Live to Tell. Lifted the instrumental for Live to From Tell. From the Sean Penn movie. Yeah, what? that was called uh, the original uh, name of that movie was um, it was I forget it wasn't that though and they released it and the song became bigger than the movie so they changed the name of the movie to Live to Tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a dark movie. They had to connect it to the uh, yeah, it yeah, Chris a- Penn, Christopher Walken, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Chris Penn never had a chance. <laughs> Never had a chance in that one. <laughs> I got a trivia question. Oh, bring in it on. The, in the, uh, the music video for Papa Don't Preach, 
Who played the father? Danny uh, Aiello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's now, easy. Come on, that's know, easy. Do you know that you know, Danny so Aiello? Well, do you know Danny Aiello did a response video? Did you ever see that? I'm eating my baby. No, he said uh, something about <laughs> talking back to his daughter, and he said he tried to sing it, and he, you know, I really? can't remember the name of it, but he was <laughs> preaching back to her about things. I don't know, but uh, it was pretty. Was nice. he the, was he in that video for Cry? Remember that video? Uh, Godly uh, God, and, God, and Cream did Cry. Was, didn't they, did, was it? Was didn't they show different faces in that crying? Yeah. Was he in that? I think he was one of the faces, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Actor. I don't know. I think he was. I'm going to say he was. Because well, remember for Apache the Bronx? Yeah. Yep. Good movie. Okay. uh, Let's see. August 9th. We're almost done. August 9th. uh, Queen performed the band's final concert of the Magic Tour at Nebworth Park. Which would be last performance would be the last performance of the band with Freddie Mercury and bassist John Deacon. John Deacon. Hmm. Later Mercury would be diagnosed with AIDS, as we know. Passing away in ninety one. And Deacon would leave the band and retire in nineteen ninety seven. Wow. Uh, September twenty seventh, a tour bus carrying the heavy heavy metal band Metallica crashes in Sweden Sweden, killing the influential bassist Cliff Burton. Didn't we talk about that last week? That's a yeah, horrible death. He got crushed, right? Yeah. He had the he had the Buddy Holly syndrome. Oof. He got the he got the bunk. He got the bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh October. Uh Q magazine is launched in the UK. It's a music album, music magazine. Uh November 17th and 18th. Billy Eckstein makes his final recordings later released on his album. Billy Eckstein sings with Benny Cotter. I don't know who the fuck that is. Jazz. Uh, December 12th, there was a sad day on December 12th, 1986. The Smiths play Brixton Academy, the last gig before they break up. Yeah. By the way, Lou, Scott doesn't like jazz, so he doesn't know much about jazz. Nope. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Just Brazilian jazz. That's okay. it. Damn good jazz to like. That's yes, right. it is. Yes, it is. That's right. I love Latin I jazz. I can know things. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> Approximately. Yes, you do. Go the dark side. Yes, you yeah, do. yeah. Um, so let's jump right to uh, bands formed. That was it. Like that was it in yeah. in, uh, in eighty six. We're we're, we're we're cooled out in eighty six. Boring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, a lot of albums came out though. You know, we'll touch on that. Mark's Mark's saying, "Thank God, thank God." No, mm-hmm. we're only a half hour in, and we're done with that segment. Well, I'm going to rattle off all the albums in 30 seconds, okay? All right, I well, met, hold on. I, I met Perry no, Denovich in 86. Well, there you go, and, 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 and Music Relish was born. That's right. They started and, and, the show in 1986. And, and the Verbs. The Verbs are our first band of sorts. The Verbs. The verbs. There you go. Yeah. Why would you say something to have a band so close to the Verve? Well, the well, the, the, I think it was before the verb. It was before the verb. They copied you. They said we can't be the the verbs. They're yeah. too good. We 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 it, change names frequently. Did all your songs have one like running, uh, crying? You know, verbs. You know, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, <laughs> good goodbye goodbye. Thirty oh, seconds twice. Oh, penalty like box. It. That's a that was a bad joke. When you have to explain it, it just deserves penalty <laughs> box. It just deserves penalty box. You have to explain it. Yeah. 
and he and he laughed at his own jokes. And then he laughed at his own jokes. That's right. He's back. Right. You know why? Because I have a son that picks on me relentlessly and laughs at his own jokes about me. So it's, it's kind of a little thing. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> uh bands formed in 1986. The 5678s. Do you know who they are? No. I've heard of them, but Okay, okay, ready? Ready? Movie reference. Kill Bill. Kill Bill, right? Remember when she goes into the bar to to fight the crazy 88s? Yeah. Right? And there's that Japanese all-girl band playing on the stage? They were good. I want to be like Jane Mansfield. (laughs) Check out the 5678s in the Kill Bill. They are fucking great. Oh, that's them, huh? They are great. great. Three Japanese girls. Three Japanese girls, right? One plays the drums. One plays the lead guitar and sing. The other one plays the bass. And they fuck, they're fantastic. Hmm. I don't know why they never made it in the States. But yeah, the five, six, seven, eights. Especially Jane Mansfield. Quentin put them in a movie and they didn't. You know. Dude, they were great. It's, yeah, they it's were. great. Yeah, they were yeah. great. Um, also formed in 1986, my favorite, Allison Chains. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I put this band in there. They have minor, minor success. But it just reminded me of something. Uh, formed in 1986, Big Head Todd Sockman and the Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Big Head Todd Sockman. You should see the size of his head. Is it it's really? giant. Is he enormous? Dude. Dude, like his, he's like a, a 11 and a half in a hat. Jeez. Like he could get a child's belt and put it around his forehead and he has to go to the, he only has one, <laughs> one loop. <laughs> Like his, his head is huge. <laughs> yeah, but I've got the biggest neck. Doesn't matter. His Does head. Matter, I mean, your neck, not even your neck could hold his head. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. That's why he had to lift weights to, so he could hold his head up. That's right. Well, he just agreed with you. Dude, <laughs> giant. Kids, a child's belt. I saw it. He put it around his forehead. Or, and, he had to, and he had to pull a little just to get it to the first, first hole. Yeah. Giant. Giant head. So, yeah, big head Todd Sockman and the Monsters. Uh, Chick Career Electric Band was formed in 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Had that album. Uh, Lou, that was the drummer. Uh, Weck- Dave, uh, Dave Weckle. Weckle, one of the best drummers. Around. He had more cymbals than every drummer ever combined. I've never seen so many cymbals on a drum kit. <laughs> really? I, mean, I don't know how he played the damn thing. <laughs> I mean, really, I, I had a question. Like, You need that many cymbals. I mean, I'm sure he's got a reason, but I mean, it was ridiculous. It's preposterous. And even the biggest symbol is smaller than Todd Sockman's head. <laughs> Does it the have its own weather symbol. system? Todd's head. It's Todd's, it's like a What balloon. about J- John Bonham's gong? The one, you know. Okay, that's that's bigger than Todd Sockman's head. Okay, so it's, he doesn't have a big head. Come on. Well, that's a big-ass gong. <laughs> <laughs> big-ass gong. I'll give him that. Uh, formed in 1986. Cowboy Junkies. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, what's that? They did a really slow version of Sweet Jane. So, um, yeah, Margot yeah. Timmons, Margot Timmons was the, um, lead singer of the Cowboy Junkies. And, uh, uh, Lou Reed once said, and, and that's off the Trinity Sessions album. I had that CD, uh, great CD. Uh, Lou, Lou Lou Reed uh, once said that that's the way the song was supposed to be done. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Really? It's too slow for right. me. 
Yeah. Yeah. See how you know me and my ladies. I don't like I love female either. singers. I love them. Because I'm a ladies man. I'll take Hope Sandoval for her any day. Who's that? From Azzy Star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little haughty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's a little haughty. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of I like a, I, I liked, a similar band. They were kind of I similar. liked Maria Maureen. McKee from Lone Justice. She was a yeah. little, she was an eighties hottie. Didn't oh. she? Didn't I think she put an album this year in eighty six. That girl it's keeps going, record. man. That lady, yeah. she's a lady now. When yes. they opened for you too, and I was way up in the second tier in the Meadowlands Arena, and she comes out and she had that short cowboy skirt on, yeah, boots mm-hmm. and the, the boots. cowboy hat. Yeah. And you could see even from but she was beautiful. Beautiful, you know. Beautiful yeah. girl, big voice. Yeah. Yes, very. Big, voice, big voice, all yeah. energy. Yeah. And that group was 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 really uh uh, uh they were really uh, set up to be big. Alone justice. And they just imploded. Is that what happened? Too many people got into too many ears mm-hmm. and then it just they, they just got, they slowly got just in, and they got twisted and it imploded. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were ready. They had uh what? Sweet sweet baby mine and um the other song off their debut album. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Can you press stop on the cassette? It's distracting. Fuck Bob Dixon. <laughs> Scott, I noticed something. People try to get under your skin. They fucking I do. I fucking I'm not do. touching my guitar anymore. I really thought you were going to yeah. reach through the, yeah. the, the camera and grab it. Yeah. You know. But then again, Bob said was the one last week that walked in. I think he walked into it. wasn't the zipper story. It was something else. And he's like, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> that was the best comment of the night. Ah, my boy Nick Busanti, one of the only Aww. Italians I like. <laughs> are, are there any others? I say that about Lou and Tom. <laughs> okay, Lou Calicchio's good. Jack Calabrese's good. Gino Catazone is good. I got a lot of them. Uh, Nick Busanti, Nick, I'm telling you, bro, we got to get together again, man. At least have lunch, have a drink, out. happy hour. Hit me up, man. I I, I got to get caught up on some stories. <laughs> he says, look, he says, I wish I had an Irish father like him. Buddy, your father is a goddamn good man. You don't need someone like me. Your dad, I met his, his father, is a, he's a good guy. He actually made me. I, I met him one day. We were watching football at the clubhouse at the, uh, last year, and um, you don't invite me to football Sunday. I will, my friend. I will. Um, I got three screens to watch him on, so... And uh, his father, you know, Goomba from New York, you know what I mean? Like, he's just, and and we're talking, I'm talking pasta, we're talking gravy and sauce and all. He goes, you know what? I think you're Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and from him, that was a compliment. I took that and I said, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that. I wouldn't have taken it from anybody else, but I really don't want to uh, make him mad, so. <laughs> <laughs> you are a chick nah, That's a good family. He's got a good, that's a solid, that's an Italian family right there. Representing in South Florida. Love that. Uh, let's see. David Lee Roth Band was formed in 1986. Good band. Yeah, good <laughs> Lou band. says, I was made that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was made. And that's all I they care about. I'm good to go. <laughs> um, but, but Nick knows I'm his Irish hitman, too. So he ever needs anything. Scott Conway. What's that? Jimmy Conway. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, David Lee Roth band was formed in 86, right? Steve Vai. Steve Vai. That was a good tour. Crazy from the heat. Yeah. The album. Yeah. Right? Eat him and smile. Rose. Yankee. Uh, what was it? Eat him and smile. 
Eat them and smile. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, great videos. Great videos. Yeah. Uh, great concert. What, were, what had... were the brothers' names? Bissonette, Matt, and Greg. No, no, Greg. the 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 brothers in the video. Oh, the video. Oh, yeah. the, the, the Italian guys. Huh? I forgot, I forgot what the names were. I do too. If anyone remembers, let me know. Okay. You know what's uh, great about that tour? Funny. The album was 35 minutes, but he had to do a two-hour show, so he just let Steve I and Billy Sheen solo yeah. for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. buddy Nick says, love you, wish all that. I love you too, my friend. Love you too. Go Patriots. That's not helping me any. Love on the milk crates <laughs> and turntable show. That's there. right. That's I got to keep the some certain Italians I got to keep happy. Yeah, man. All right. It's a South keep, Florida thing. It's a South Florida no, thing. Keep Lou happy. Trust I keep, me. No, Lou's, Lou's, Lou's good. Lou's I'm good. That's why I, I allow him I'm, to come in late whenever he wants. I've yeah, been on right. time lately, man. Yes, you have. I've been on Considering time. you're in Paris. Okay. And, and there's <laughs> Just no look at his time. background. <laughs> at least uh, he doesn't have a morgue behind him like me. I mean, I swear to God. <laughs> Eric B. and Rakim formed in 1986. Rakim uh, I consider the greatest rapper of all time. Him and Biggie. Oh. It's 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 a. I can flip flop on that one. Uh, the Ghetto Boys from the Fifth Ward in Houston. My wow. mind's playing tricks on me. Forgot about them. Yeah, Bushwick Bill, uh, Mr. I Scarface. Know. I yeah. have their albums. My mind's playing tricks on me. <laughs> uh, Google Dolls, one of the most. <laughs> I don't know how they fucking made it groups I ever. Don't I don't uh, either. I, don't I have either. no idea how they thought, made it. I thought they broke up in 86 and they're still, I hear them on the radio constantly. I saw a, a video. Oh, they're doing the concert, the lead singer. I'll tell you what, man, the bass player, fucking uglier than a bag of assholes. <laughs> well, they bass are from Buffalo. not a good looking, like he they're is like Buffalo. this little troll looking guy, like not a good looking guy. Good if thing I, he's a bass player. If I had a dog that looked like him, I'd shave its ass and teach it to walk backwards. There you go. There you go. I still like ugly, uglier than a bad no, that, asshole's yeah, better, but that's a good one. Um, negativity on the that's one of the most. <laughs> it's one of the most stupid names too. That's a stupid bad oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Big head Todd Sockman no, says no, the Goo Goo Dolls are great. No, he's no. saying that just to try to get under my skin. He's not going to provoke me though. Bob Doucette already already provoked me a little. Wants me to turn my cassette off. No, my cassette is perpetual. Like that word? See, I slipped that in. That might be the first time that word's ever been used in the 120 episodes of Milk Crates and Turntable. Four syllables. Yeah. It's perpetual change. Yeah. Perpetuity. Uh, anyway, the Greg Allman <laughs> Band was formed in 1986. <laughs> Greg Allman Band, 1986. Hootie and the Blowfish were formed in 1986. That's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one Hit Wonders an and uh, Best New Artist Curse. Uh, Havers, as I would say. Uh, Jesus Jones was formed in 1986. Right here, right, here, right, right now. now. <laughs> I'm a one-hit wonder. Yeah. You'll never hear from me again. Right yep. here. Lady on the radio said, it's just one-hit wonders and... Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, they did. Uh, let me see. Um... Oh, look at my buddy Nick. He's in, see, this Nick's a nice guy. He just sent me a text. He's saying, sorry, he jumped in. Nick, buddy, no. No. 
He doesn't. He said, I'm sorry I jumped in. I miss you, buddy. Hope you guys are well. It's yeah, all I felt, good. Man. I felt guilty the first time I jumped in. It was like, you know, because you were like, who the hell is that? What are you, <laughs> this is like a free for all in here. That's right? what you told me. You I said, do whatever yeah, you want. Do whatever. <laughs> You guys are making fun of me the first time I did because I, I was coming in 10 minutes late on my responses. <laughs> 15 right. minutes late. Whatever. Lou right. was on a delay. A, He's commenting on something we talked about eight minutes ago. Lou was trying to comment on it. That was uh, the single wide days, right? Uh, well, I, not Maybe one hit one. This Johnny Hates Jazz. It's formed in 86. What was our big hit? Broken Dreams. Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, that was a broken. Well, that, that's a yeah. Yep, something like that. Uh, hip-hop group Better Leaders Dream. of the New School was formed in 1986. All these bands started breaking in like 90. Mm. You know, they they couldn't get over the hump of the Big Daddy Canes and the Eric B. and Rakims and the KRS-1s. And, and the music. You know, the, yeah, they it kind of started. They started to break uh, around then. Uh, Boston's own The Lemonheads were ah, Evan Dando. formed yep. in 1986. <clears throat> yeah, Wasn't Juliana Hatfield in that band too? Was she? I think so. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, minor success. The Manic Street Preachers were formed, and mm. uh, they're kind of a little flash in the pan thing. And yeah, I think I think people were more attracted to the name. That you ever see that happen? Yeah. Like the name is cooler than the band. Mm-hmm. Like Mother fucking. Love <laughs> yeah, that that group Metallica. Like you know, the name is so much cooler than them. Like what are they? What are they? they do. <laughs> I'm Can I kidding. say something? I'm only kidding. No, no, I'm no. I gotta say Boom something. Rats. <laughs> I gotta yeah, say exactly. Yeah. Metallica, they're running on the same song over and over. They were Led Zeppelin <laughs> at least had different kinds of music, you know. <laughs> Hold on. I have to let Nick know it was good. I, I'm, hey Lou, I'm isn't it great when, when you're talking and Scott just totally ignores you? It's, it's freaking awesome. I heard it's you. Awesome. <laughs> I heard you. They play the same song over and over. I hear you. I know things. <laughs> I know things. Just trying Responding to provoke. Into a courtesy. I'm just trying I'm to provoke t- Scott. I'm keeping the Italian kid happy. <laughs> no, keep his, father made, his father made me. I have to be good to him. That's right. It's like yeah. having to be good to the to the mafia boss's son. That's a big tribute. Yeah. You <laughs> got to keep two of them happy. Lou, too. Me? Just I'm a fellow Irishman. Knock me to the wall. Yeah. Know. So what were you saying, Mark? I don't know. I missed you I for the forgot. last three I minutes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so there's uh, a- the mission. Uh, I believe they were they were one time the Mission UK, but the Mission kind of a dark wave band uh, from England formed. Mm-hmm. Uh is with attitude. I, I didn't say it. I didn't right. say the the real word. Right. But that's what they. It's the end. NWA. Eighty six. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Quite and a- again, a band that broke around ninety. Right. Right. I consider that the they best. Were more, they were more ever. visible before ninety, weren't they? Ah, when did uh, uh, fuck the police came out? I think around ninety. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was they, in Southern California then. I think so. They spent a lot of time. I was know. in Northern California when that broke. Yeah, yeah. Um, New Jersey's own Naughty by Nature. OPP. Yeah. They they had a lot of good songs. They did. They had they a were, lot of good songs. Good hip hop. Yeah. Tretch, right? Tretch and Vinny. That's who they were, right? Uh, Vinny looked like a little Mike Tyson. <laughs> right? Um, no Doubt was formed in 1986. 
Another band that evolved in the 90s. Yeah. They were a ska band, though. Yeah. Uh, Boston was busy in 86. The Pixies were formed in 1986. Uh, The Rollins Band. You're a liar. Liar. I was just just listening to Black. (laughs) If you've never heard that song. Oh, God, it's great. If you've never heard the Henry Rollins song, Liar. All right, I'm just gonna tell you. I was, sure. I was. I, I, it's, it's, it's a nice slow build, right? Nice little. Have you ever been left alone? Has a man ever, you know, broke your heart and you're going on and, and then, uh, uh, how does it go? It go. Uh, uh, he, I, I was, I was, kind of talking to this girl and I go, listen, this song is kind of about you, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh, and he's being all romantic and it's a nice little guitar riffs in the background. And then, He's talking already, and he goes, and when I say I love you, I'm a liar. (laughs) And she fucking was mortified. (laughs) I'm a liar. (laughs) Go listen to that. If my brother's watching this tomorrow, Henry Rollins, liar. I was a fan of his stuff with Black Flag. Now you're going down a really dark hole with Black Flag. And I sent Lou and Perry a picture the other night of the cover of Family Man. I'm like, you guys ever listen to this album? And they're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a picture of a guy who just killed his family. I mean, but he's he's a dark guy, but he's good. He's funny as hell, too. Yeah, yeah. He had a show on HBO for a little while, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, You know? He was at different places. He was in Ireland in one yeah. show. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Smart guy. Very smart guy. Good talker. Likes to hear himself talk. That's sure. okay. He, he's he's at least uh, uh, somewhat entertaining. He does not believe in interpersonal relationships. He says he has none. He <laughs> but has he a, loves his he records. A couple, he has a couple friends, but he has no real interpersonal relationships. He loves his records, though. He loves his vinyl records. Yeah. Um, Roxette. Roxette, they they were a nominal success. Yeah, yeah, they were formed in '86. Skid Row, so Skid Row was formed in '86. They made it pretty fast. Yeah, Hmm. right. Yep, and because they broke around '87, it was really only that first album that was big. They started going down, like as far as sales after that. But um, they got too heavy. They actually got heavier after that first album. Talk about a dude that likes to hear himself talk, Sebastian Bach. Shut the fuck up! up. But isn't he great on Trailer Park Boys? Ah, that is funny. Okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) I forgot about that. I didn't like him either until I saw Trailer Park Boys. I'm like, yeah, he's funny. That that was funny shit. Lou, you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? I've seen it. I was disappointed. Without Alex Lifeson, I gotta say, I was expecting really? more. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it's trailer park boys. I don't find the show all that funny for some reason. Uh, oh, see, me and Mark have that dark the, sense. You have to have are. a dark sense of humor. You have to kind of get I, I that do type of humor. I, I shakes the clown. I mean, I recommended it to a few people that didn't like it, but then like six months later, they binge it and they're like, "I got it, I got uh, it." Oh, my know? buddy Dave Rios, so I, I turn him on to it, and he fucking loved it. I don't get it. It's so stupid. It's funny, and it's yeah, a trailer yeah. park, and this is what they're really like in there. In that, I think, I think world. Randy's funny. Oh, Randy, Randy <laughs> Bobandy, with the drink in his hand. No, that's oh. no, that's that's not Randy. <laughs> that's the shirtless assistant. No, that's yeah, the Randy lover. is, oh, is uh, uh, the manager's lover. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, stabbing Westwood. Not where. Uh, Trent Reznor came from? Stabbing Westwood? 
I've heard the name. Uh, let's see. Stabbing Westwood. Yeah, they were like, uh, they were, they were one of those kind of, uh, uh, industrial rock bands. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Band released. Doc stays early years. Robert Smith. Yeah. I'm not going to go. If they were on wax tracks, I heard it because that's what we did at CPI. We did all the wax tracks. Yeah. The Sugar Cubes, 1986. You know who the Sugar Cubes? You know who the lead singer was for the Sugar Cubes? Bjork. Bjork. And that verse, they they do a song called Birthday. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. But it is the weirdest. There's two videos of it. And one of them, little, t- little iffy. <laughs> Just Maybe. a little bit iffy. Whoever the videographer was, it's a go check. You'll know, try to find both versions of the song "Birthday." Right? It's Bjork at, at her youngest best. Um, but the there's two videos, and one of them little iffy to me. It really skirts a taboo subject. Oh, really well, Bjork. Nah, it's it's whoever did the video is really kind of skirting right along the razor's edge of a very yeah. taboo subject okay. it's not it's not uncomfortable oh, okay it's not a video you want to be watching you love the song i love it but if the video's on you know it's not a video you want to be watching if somebody walks in the room yeah yeah <laughs> no 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 i just had it on i didn't know uh, oh. it's because oh, it's i like the song it's really i like the song i was looking at the ceiling a uh, little, little edgy, little edgy. Okay, I'm gonna uh, watch it and talk about it next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. I, I, the song is great. I, I love the song. I love the song. Again, it's Bjork at her young best. Yeah, absolutely at her young best. At her iffiest. Well, it wasn't. Again, it was. They sang the song. They. I don't. Even, I think they were briefly in the video, like in and out, okay. but they were cut in. They had nothing to do with the the video. Whatever the videographer director was thinking. I think you'll know what he's thinking if if mm-hmm. you find the right video. Uh, the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Tim Buck Three. Tim Buck Three. Yeah, they were formed in '86. That was actually a really good album. Really, the debut album was a good I've album. Good, I've heard good things about it too. Yeah, it yeah. was a good album. Yeah. You know, Perry. I mean, Lou. That was <laughs> sorry, Lou. Wow. When we used to do the album, that Perry. we used to do the the album of the week which we got to get back into what we do a monthly, but yeah, that would be a great album. Like we should all listen to because I've never heard it. Cause like when you recommended North, uh, dream Academy, right. I would never have listened to that album if it yeah. wasn't for you. You know, I, I knew that song. I, I thought that song was kind of novelty in a way. And it kind of was, mm-hmm. if you, but it was, it was a cool song, cool video, but, uh, they, they kind of pioneered some of that, the, you know, the, the duo using backing tracks and loops and stuff like that. So they're, they're pretty cool like that. Yeah. All right. Toad, the wet sprocket. Dumb name. <laughs> Todd Sockman liked them. Go <laughs> that's figure. Good, that's some good song. Go figure. I'm back on the water. Yeah. Da, da. See, I've always heard that. Across the sea. Da, that's another da, band that you hear about, I think, because from their name, but I don't know any songs by them. I just you might think the they, they're very, they have some religious undertones to their music. You might think lyrics. of the band live at times. Okay. What's that? <laughs> you, could, you could get that mixed up with live. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. No, so I no. Have, I hear I some Larry in voice. Yeah, uh, live rock more. Uh, never heard the band, but I, I heard the name of the group, so I'm just going to throw it out there: the Trash Can Sinatras. Yeah, yeah. 
were formed yeah. in 86. Lou, they might have been from Jersey because they were always in the East Coast rocker. They were. Yeah. Well, the Sinatra thing, eh? Yeah. That's yeah. a cool name. Todd, Todd Sogman just commented in great. Saw them in concert in 1992. Cool. Hey, dude, how the fuck does that sound? So you, you, you're talking to somebody, talking to someone like me, like a man's man, right? Alpha male. And, and you come up and you go, hey, dude, what, what was your last concert? I saw corn. Okay, wow. Why? Who'd you see? Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> the fuck? How do you tell another man that? Like, I don't care how big Todd's you head is. You say it is. this way. You I don't saw, care how big you, his head is. I don't care how big his muscles are. No, no, it's like this. You saw corn? I saw a fucking toad in a fucking wet sprocket. That's how you say it. <laughs> Mark, that, that was they, not. <laughs> look at Todd. Todd called me the alpha male, the white Mike Tyson. They actually did call me that in the Philippines. I had a small reputation. Anyway, <laughs> it was given back, to me by the brothers, so that was honorary right there. Like back to what you said, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm Mark. Ah, uh, yeah, you can't pull off the. the you might want to kick me off the show. No, nah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you pass on that. You tried. You're gonna, let me, you're gonna you hang tried. me up dry. You tried. You tried. Well, <laughs> they made some. They made some kind of comeback in the last couple of years. They reformed, but I think they did some shows there, or they might have played the Orange Peel in Asheville. Who, who who did towed the, the wet sprocket? sprocket? Yes, the wet sprocket. Sprockets. Hey, dude! I just thought towed the wet sprocket. They were that was so good. You got to do animation. You got to do cartoons. I should. I can do a lot of voices. Yeah, I I have some gay friends. They think I do it a little too good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's he funny. went and looked at me. He he was in the military with us. He, he was part of the don't you know don't ask don't tell right. movement. And, uh, but I, I, we love him. He's one of us. We're in the Philippines together and I, I would joke around and he goes, and, and you wouldn't know, like he, he does, he, he just looks like a normal guy. He's normal. What am I saying? I'm, Wait, getting, where are we going? I'm going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. But he go. said it to me one time. He goes, you do that a little too good. I go, oh, I'm just good at imitations. That's all. <laughs> really? Bitch. Really? <laughs> really? Son really? of a bitch. Call me out. <laughs> So, Probably. yeah, so Todd Sockman saw Toad the Wet Sprocket in concert. They were great, according to Todd. Big head Todd Sockman. You saw Morrissey, so. I'm going to see him Monday, uh, Sunday night, actually. Right. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Morrissey has more talent in his pinky finger, his, his pinky nail, than Toad the Wet Sprocket. Well, And Morrissey's not gay. No. He's not? He's not? No. no, he's just bitchy. He's asexual. He really is. He's <laughs> just bitchy. And the Goo Goo Dolls, too. Funny. I thought the Goo Goo Dolls. Two for two. Rocket that is two is for the two. best double bill ever. Listen, yeah. you better hope that your venue has good air conditioning because it's Florida and it's October, and I know he wants good air conditioning at his show. It's today. indoors. Well, okay? you better have the air conditioning. It's at rock. the Hard Rock, the brand new facility. Oh, Hard Rock. That's... What? Hard Rock Live, I'll go to. I won't go to the Hard Rock Cafe. I won't go to none of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got this is Hard like, Rock Live. It's a nice, it used yeah. to be an arena, right? It looks like a mini arena. Like, it's smaller. But now it's, it's like an amphitheater with the with a roof over it. Okay. I mean, there's not a bad seat in the house. I have a bad company DVD film down there, and it's a cool-looking place. I was at that one. You were? I'm yeah. at the very, very end of the video. Oh, like, wow. During the credits. That's where I'm in. Cool. That was I, I watched that stuff. whole goddamn video. It was a great concert. Yeah. Were you doing uh, security or were you just? No, I was there. I was there. 
And uh, at the very end, the camera, like they they were walking around. And um, I think they were solidifying that uh, that kind of signified that that's the the real bad company. Yeah. You know, that was kind of like they said, we're doing a video tonight because this is kind of, we keep, this is how we're going to keep it together or something like that. But yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Urban Dance Squad. Uh, they were, they, they had, they were from Miami. They were kind of a hip hop, like one of those kind of psychedelic hip hop sounds, really chill, laid back, deeper shade of soul. Hey, yeah. Go check, uh, check that out. That Urban Dance Squad, deeper shade of soul. Mark. You'll like okay. it. Uh, okay. Urge Overkill. Girl. Bow, 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 bow. You'll be a woman soon. That's the only song I liked from them. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend. Wasn't a fan, but I heard them before that. They yeah. did a great version of that song. They, that is a fantastic version. It really is a fantastic version. They kind of re- reminded me of. Who was it that went? Mm-hmm. I heard that song today. Crash yeah, test yeah. dummies. Now, yesterday I heard that test crash test dummies. Once there was a girl who wouldn't change in the changing room with other girls, but when they finally made her, she had birthmarks all over her body. You're right? pretty good. She said good. that it was oh. from when I don't know. <laughs> you do karaoke. I, I can do him. Know. I yeah. can do him. I can. I know things. I know things. <laughs> Not that that has anything to do with anything. Wendy oh, and Lisa. If you can do that, why can't Lou do Michael McDonald anymore? Come on. You know. Because it's my show. That's. You know, you you, Lou can sing all he wants. Michael McDonald on the Music Relish show. I can sometimes do a Morrissey impersonation, but I'm not going to. Oh, <laughs> you're risking, just you're risking a game suspension for that one. I know, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I, I know. I did it work recently. I did it work recently, and uh, the guy I work with goes, that was good. I said, eh, you know, but. That's a straight red. Do, do I t- all right, I know, wait, wait, Mark, Mark, hold on. So everybody knows if you don't, everybody that they, they should. They, they listen, I, I'm a, Morrissey's God to me, right? I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I love the guy. I love his music. I love his politics. I love everything about Morrissey. So it's kind of a, another level for me. So, Mark, I'm going to ask you: should should I tempt it? Should I tempt it and just let him do it and just kind of because now my, now my curiosity. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, I'm going to ask Lou a question. It might go penalty. He might go penalty free. I, I, are you ready or not? That, that's the no, thing. Not, not really. Not really. I'm not. All right. I'm only come. human. <laughs> What the fuck was that? It's it doesn't come across here. It doesn't it doesn't come across. What the fuck? That was, was like Lotka from Taxi. Or what the fuck was I would that? not lock in. Thank you very much. That I'm all a human. What the fuck was that? That's like me saying I could do Robert Plank. Does anybody remember laughter? You know? <laughs> oh, right, all right, all right, all right. I don't know what the song was that was on the radio. So, so it was so, riffing on the song that was playing. Was Wendy and Lisa, let's move on. Wendy and Lisa was formed in 1986. You know where that is? Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. So what does that tell you? It, bring out, Break out your music detective brains. Wendy and Lisa was formed in 1986. And they were on Purple Rain. So what does that tell you? What do you deduce from that? That I didn't ever thought that they were together as not part of Prince's band, The Revolution. 
Uh, you got to go a little, little more, little more Pacific than that. I'll go Atlantic. Uh, uh, that means the Revolution broke up that year. Ah, uh, they were in the Revolution. You'd never, you'd never make it in the Academy, kid. Oh, no. You'd never make it through the Academy. I'm very slow. You know, I'm very slow. <laughs> My brain moves half speed. Oh, I thought you meant like physically running slow. Oh, you don't want to see me run. <laughs> I just walk fast with my shoulders slumped. <laughs> you guys see me getting from one subway to another in the city. My son's running and I'm like. <laughs> oh, I can see that. I can't run. <laughs> uh, also formed in 1986. Uh, the Kyle Wallinger uh, led World Party. And who was he with before World Party? The Water Boys. The Water Boys. I love the Water Boys. This I is the Sea was a one that, that is my one of my favorite albums of all time. I can listen to it. Anyway, it's one of my yeah. Desert Island albums. Uh, he was a big part of that. And when he left, yeah. they didn't really. Uh, Mike Scott. Was Mike Scott was the Waterboys. Like he was the lead singer and he wrote the songs, but Kyle Wallinger was just a uh and that's a good album too. That that debut album's a good album too. This is like synchronicity, because in the last two weeks I've done a deep dive rediscovering the Waterboys. Ah, hmm. uh, this is yeah. the sea is a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um let me see. Arcadia. Was formed. Yep, was formed in 1986. Uh, you know who was formed in 1986? No, these are the bands. These bands broke up. These bands broke up. All right, I didn't label it right. So World Party was it. So let's get back to bands that broke up in 86. Okay. Uh, let me see. Dave Phillips just he, it's, uh, just got back from a fabulous celebration with my daughter for her birthday. Well, oh, happy cool. birthday, daughter of... Very <laughs> good. Why? Why didn't Lou clap? Uh, I, I was gonna say. Did something. you notice that? Uh, <laughs> no jazz. No jazz fingers. No. <laughs> Lou. All right. All right. Let, let's. Clap. Hey, Mark. Let's try this again. Dave Phillips, King of the Forty Fives, just got back from a beautiful celebration for his daughter's birthday. <laughs> Yay! All right. Enough of that. Did it you was have like a pony it, and some cake? It was like this. Is there a clown at the? Lou was clapping party? like an ape. His <laughs> the bottoms of his palms were clapping. And his fingers were hooking over. You know, you bang the bottom of your palms together and your fingers hook over the back of your hands. That's how Luke laughs. That's a totally They're inappropriate only human as a dead human. <laughs> Take your stinking hands off me, you <laughs> damn dirty ape. Chimpanzee is a pacifist. It was a gorilla's war. Uh, okay, we it's all said our lines from the, from the Planet of the Apes. Let's move on. Hey, you know who broke up? Gee, too bad. The Boomtown Rats broke up in 86. Gee, too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm so you know depressed. Well, he got so big with, with um, um, Band-Aid that he just said, I don't need, I don't need this band anymore. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm Bob Geldof, damn it. I'm Sir That's right. Bob Geldof, I've god be, damn it. I, I've been benighted. Yes. Needs to be beheaded. Yeah, yeah. Um go. so if <laughs> if the Rollins it. band, if the Rollins band uh was formed in eighty six, what does that mean, Mark Smith? Well, Black Flag <laughs> didn't break up. Oh, he just left? Yeah, they continued. They, they uh, it says flag. right here, Black Flag broke up in nineteen eighty six. Oh, you're right, and they reformed. It. I know I'm right. Yeah, I know right. things. 
they, See, they Lou, when is he going to figure that out? I know things. Being stubborn. He's being stubborn. Yeah. You, he's being, you know more I think he's being, being, I think he's being pompous and self-righteous. Oh, me? That's Hell what I no. think. I think he thinks arrogant. that I think that he thinks that I don't know. Right. What he thinks. Scott, every show needs to lead to achieve a certain level of excellence. And I'm struggling to get this show to achieve that level of excellence. <laughs> oh, that's you're struggling. Greg, like, all right, buddy. You're Greg, struggling. Like, there's an ELP documentary. Yeah, or you're Greg struggling. There's, there's a three-man show. You're number four on the list. How's that I'm right now? I'm number six. Come on. <laughs> I have a question. No. I got a question. Is Black Flag named after the uh, the insecticide? Probably. Okay. It was that, that, that uh, hardcore scene they would pick names that just meant something that is yeah, it's know? a good name it's a good name so yeah but you know what i liked about black flag is the guitar player greg ginn he was a punk hardcore player but he was influenced by king crimson so he actually had talent hmm. and he did have some wild stuff that i don't know it's weird that i like him but i do all right the clash broke up in 86 yeah some would say they should have broken up a year earlier right right yeah. right uh culture club broke up in 1986 that long ago yeah hmm. yeah uh, a band that's name preceded them because they were very talentless but everybody's heard of the dead kennedys but no one's really ever heard them <laughs> another one name the name goes further yeah huh. yeah good point uh elo broke up in 86 wow like that's hmm. weird isn't it, it? They they put out an album that last album something of power nobody really listened to it. Nah, they peaked in the late seventies early. 80s, yeah, late seventies I'd say they peaked. Yeah. Well, I don't even know about the early eighties. Well, so, no, they did have something in the early eighties. I, I remember they had a hit somewhere in there. Um, Emerson yeah, Lake oh, and oh, Powell, oh, oh, Rock is King. Yes, yes. you just lama, hit lama, it. Lama, lama, rock and roll is king. No, no, no. Emerson Lake and Powell. Oh yeah, they broke up in '86. They formed in '86 and broke up. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> they broke up during the making of the album, didn't they? Getting Cozy Powell in the band with Keith Emerson was gold. The album is great. The heavy hitting drums are great. But I saw them on that tour, and I'm a high schooler, and I'm in third row in front of Keith Emerson, my my idol. And I saw Greg Lake two times during the show give the finger to Keith Emerson. I remember I leaned over to my friend. They're splitting up soon. They split up like they they canceled he- like the rest of the tour like they they just gave it up they just those two could not get along it's a shame pompous English rock stars yes exactly yeah yeah like figures yeah now in the category of you know why would a band like this not make it right why would the band fecal matter have to break up <laughs> they should they should still be around today. Like last week, Septic Tank broke up, right? Did they they do a tour with Septic Tank? Septic Tank broke up. We're not even going to get into the other name because Lou got a little carried away with the other band last week. I will will not repeat that. (laughs) The Jizz Drinkers? There's less women on the show. I'm sorry for that this week. Oh, that one. Lou, what do I... I I put... You you apologize again on this show, Penalty Box. You can't apologize on this show. We don't roll like that. Yeah, you say what you say, you own it, you move on. Fuck everybody else. It's on video forever. That's oh shit. Five thousand years from now, I'm just it's on on every podcast (laughs) platform in the world right right now. I will not I I won't apologize, but I think I don't want to make us the rush of podcast either. (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, how fecal matter broke? I don't know what happened there. I don't know. They were they were poised. They were right on the brink. I see. That must have been that hardcore scene where I said the titles were the names were meant to. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Great name. Uh, Dave Phillips says yes was great. The three times I saw them in the seventies. Yes. We're how did awesome. we get to yes? And I saw yes this past weekend, by the way. But how did we get to yes? Like where did he Prague? Bring up? Prague. Yes. We're talking about Emerson. No. But uh, that is. I thought, I how, why did he bring up yes? It's a good thing. I, I think no. I think yes he's drunk. Sunday I night, <laughs> I saw yes at Englewood at the Bergen Performing Arts good. Center, and they were excellent. They were yeah. very good. Uh, but I'm just saying, I think Dave, the King of Forty Five, is a little. He's allowed to celebrated a little too much. Good. He's talking, but but Mark, he's talking about a fucking band we never even mentioned yet. Like they it's haven't come up on the show at all. <laughs> It's it's like it's like you're talking about you know uh, Goodfellas, and he pops in and goes, "I saw yes three times. <laughs> they were great." Like Tourette's kind of in the seventies. Oh. <laughs> it's like Tourette. we're talking about fucking Goodfellas, Dave. Like, what it's is- the frog thing. You hear Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer, and you think he yes. he could have got out of us if he followed up with just saying. <laughs> Does that get you out of everything? I have a yeah. question. Just for saying. Dave. Question for Dave Phillips. What? The times you saw them, was it with b- both Bill Bruford and Alan White or just Alan White or just, you know, did you see them in your, it would have been one 70s? of the other in the seventies. Well, when, when did, well, Bill Bruford was there until what year? He quit, uh, after the fragile album in 72. So, so Dave could have seen him with both drummers with Alan White. And different, you know. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> then there was that one tour where Bruford and White played, but that was in the nineties. So. Damn. And Steve Howe and Trevor Rabin, Rick Wakeman and Tony Kay. It was a great tour. Hey, you know, they did an opera. When, when you saw them on Sunday, there were actually two members of Yes there. Steve Howe. Yeah. I, I think that's bullshit that he was not an original member. You know, you know what, though? Yeah. See, um, we don't want to do this because it's not our show. I'm going to talk about the concert on our show. Our host is a narcoleptic. Music Relish Thirdcast this Sunday. Okay. And we will be talking about it, and I will go down the list of the members and when they join the band. I like that one, Scott. That was good. Somebody <laughs> doesn't like that. It's a particular cartoon, though. What is it? Who did the? It's the Three Stooges. That was really. Mark, I I can only think that that was a good show. I saw them. I saw them last year. I saw the same band. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was it. It was a great show, and I'm not a yes like fan but it was very entertaining and like i said once again i'll say it the the i think the crowd was more interesting than to me than the band was i agree i, I mean the band is just the band like it's yeah. not really other than uh the old guy yelling at the fucking lighting guy and then telling someone in the front row to shut up and you know hey, being all ornery the guitar player did it at your show too yeah oh he was screaming at these the the monitor tech yeah poor guitar tech what's he his name to him steve howe yeah 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 oh he's pissed and but he would yell, and then he'd get up to the microphone. How are you all doing? Uh, yeah. How's everybody doing tonight? You know, he's pointing. He's pointing to oh, one hand. He's like, all of. He's got to go. He's got to just retire. Come on. He's got to be ninety-four. Got to uh, be ninety-four right we're, now. We're noticing that Les Paul is almost bigger than him. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Lou and he's a shrugger. He just never. Like I was that. sending Lou and Perry pictures of the show yeah. all night, and it's true when he holds a Les Paul, but. It was a family affair. I took my son, my daughter, and my son-in-law. It was nice. a great time. There you go, buddy. Of course, yeah. There you go. And I had uh, my Chardonnay. 
The Firm broke up in 1986. Short-lived. They should have broken up. A year Radioactive early. was a good song, and yeah. the uh, the other song. Hey, tell me, baby, can you feel it all right? Then, tell me, baby, can you feel it all right? They did a the good firm, cover okay. of uh, You've Lost That Love and Feeling on that album, too. Really? Did they really? Yeah, it was good. Oh. Cool. That was a cool video. They're out in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. That hot Cajun chick. Paige has a bottle on. Tight to her body. I'm talking about the girl. Hold on. With that dress, she's all sweaty, and that dress is tight to her body, and it's just kind of you just kind of see the form of those. Um, you know what that uh, carried you know away what that video reminded me of? The cover to In Through the Outdoor. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's that's a good analogy. Yeah, that's a good good comparison. Yeah. Uh Flock of Seagulls broke up, unfortunately. Uh, in they ran. Hey, Flock of Seagulls. Yo, Flock of Seagulls. Eat up on the couch. They were catchy. <laughs> yeah. No, they were. And hey, they were good for their time. They yep. were good for the time. I saw that. I saw the firm, the the flock of seagulls, and the police at one concert. Um, firm, all about Paul Rogers. Hey, oh, Jimmy Page had a lot to do with that too, my friend. Page (laughs) was a big part, but he wasn't playing so good. He was sloppy. But to us, it was good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To the average beer drinking, testosterone driven teenage boy, it was was fucking awesome. Connection of Led Zeppelin. It was paid. Yeah, that's but it. Paul Rogers, he's always a class act. Always. Yeah, yeah. Why he's not in the Rock Hall of Fame? Who, yeah, who really. Knows? Again, really. one of the great, one of the greatest rock singers of all time. Oh, Did unbelievable you know voice. He suffered a stroke. He came out and really? said it that a few years ago, he had a stroke. No one knew about this, and he couldn't even talk for like a few months. Wow. And he's got a new album out. He's singing yeah. again. God yeah. bless. Him. There's a reason there. Um, one step. Beyond Madness broke up in 1986. Oh, I'm at a red light one day, and that song comes on, and my wife sitting in the passenger seat next to me, right? And they goes, "Hey, man, that's not your radio. This is the sound of madness. One step." Beyond, and then the sax, and I start doing all this, doing all the Scott dancing. She looked like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you gotta see the video. <laughs> oh man, madness! Yeah, well, you know, it was a great, great video. There was one guy dancing in the street. How do you, yeah. do, you, how do, you do that with your feet? They, they're good with that. Was you that know what? Jig? Yeah. Was that a jig, an Irish jig? Or no, something? I don't know what they did, but I've seen some videos uh, recently of sax players. Well, that's not, that's what, what, that, what horn is that? That's um, a baritone. I think. Yeah, I think it was a baritone. Yeah, yeah. They, they, big baritones yeah. uh, in those, in those ska bands. And mm-hmm. uh, they do that thing with their feet, right? They dance yeah. like that. So I've seen some guys, a uh, couple of them, different guys, different videos playing that. And they're in suits, like, and they they do that, and people are like, "Wow, look at that!" I'm like, "You idiots!" This fuck, like, I know they don't know anything about ska music. What fucking American does know about ska music, right? Um, but that's that's the thing, you know. You have the hype guy up on stage dancing, right? He doesn't do anything but dance, like Rankin Roger with the English beat, right? Um, and then uh, uh, once they left the English beat, Rankin Roger and um, uh, I forget his name, the lead yeah. singer started uh, or other band hits. Anyway, let's Modern move English. on. Modern English, yeah. Uh, Men at Work broke up in 86. Hmm. And how a band, like we said, their first two albums, three albums were like pff, 
gold. They're all chot yeah. toppers. Yeah. You know? gold. yeah. And then they break up. Like, how does that happen? Divide and conquer. There's oh, too much time in between albums. They, these guys, some of them were getting a little antsy. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm, if you're not going to make any music, I quit. Like, it's I a, think Colin got an ego, right? I don't know. Yeah. I can't see that with him, man. I might be wrong. I'm not going to, it's not a hill I'll die on, but I, I can't see that guy having an ego. He or, just is a nice guy. Or not an ego, but these guys that are really good songwriters, they hit a point where they say, I have to grow. It's not going to happen with the band, like Sting. Mm. So it's happened. Yeah, maybe he just. But then the members wanted to tour and wanted to get out there, and he's like, I, maybe he was like, I'm, I'm still writing. I'm still writing. Yeah. Well, you know? if he's making the money from the songwriting, I mean, they, they have to make a living. Yes, you know, a lot of things. That music, well, there's only one other know? guy in the band that people would recognize. The the other guy, not the <laughs> the other guy. The other guy played the flute. He played guitar too, didn't he? No, the show guy plays the saxophone with the blonde hair, right? The saxophone, yeah, yeah. The bug eyes, right? Yeah. Like, why do you remember that guy? Right, just with the way he looked. Never sang and, a note. He and just Colin, played the song. Colin had the cast eye that they yeah. used. With, they used that to effect in the videos too. <laughs> oh, Colin Hay had the Marty Feldman eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got Marty Feldman. Feldman eyes. I heard that song the other day. Betty Davis eyes. It's still a fucking great song. Yeah, I hate it. Really? I hate her voice. It's, she might as well be Janis Joplin. It's a great. I song. don't know, man. I still think that's that was, a hey, that was, hey, that hey. Was do a, not that, compare that, Kim Cons to cute, that dude. That was a cute picture of Janis Joplin. I thought she kind of looked cute in that picture. I said that was one of her better and pictures. Who did I say, dude? Is he looks. Janice, it, look, it looked like Janisian. <sighs> Jesus, Janice, <laughs> there is not a picture in existence where that dude looks good. Oh, <laughs> or late. oh. just saying. I mean, that's how that's how ugly Janice Joplin was. You see a picture of her where she was on her way to being really ugly. She was just ugly, and they say, "Well, she looked good in that picture." <laughs> she wasn't really ugly in that. She was just ugly in that picture. No, I, she no, looks I, good. I have she, nothing good to picture. say, buddy. Kidding me? <laughs> oh, moving on. Uh, Mink Deville. Broke up in 86. Who fucking cares? Exactly, right? It's <laughs> another one with a name. Like, you heard the name around in the 70s. Yeah. You know, it's a cool name, right? It is a, it is a cool name. It's got that 50s retro. Yeah, shit. it's Willie got that. Deville. But then you listen to him and you're like, mm. No. Did they have any big songs? <laughs> no. They had, yeah, yes, they did. Um, well, they had to because you heard about them. Love my heart. Yeah. It was a minor hit. But you know, You know how I knew about Mink Deville? When you bought an Atlantic Records album and you pulled out the inner sleeve and had pictures of all the albums they've released, yeah, you'd always see a Mink yeah. Deville album. That's how they, I knew about they, it. They played the Village a lot, but um, yeah, okay. that, I, I hear them on an underground garage a lot. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I love that Lou listens to Underground Garage. I love I that. Love it. I love Garage. I'm like, you listen it, to it too, Mark? Yeah. Lou is Handsome Dick Manitoba still have a show? That was the best show. It, I haven't heard. I haven't heard that one in a long time. That's the thing moving into nighttime. There, there's a guy on Saturday night, Bill Kelly. Um, he used to play some of my music out of uh, WFMU out of Jersey. Hmm. See people, people listening, people watching. See, this is fucking dedication to music, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is why I said after one one episode with them, I said fucking, it's just music gold right here. Well, this is a, a gold mine. Uh, uh, the. the who listens to Underground Garage? Okay, so <laughs> Sunday night, Sunday night, the show, the Yes <laughs> Show ends, show. and my daughter and her husband are driving home in their car, so it's me and my son in my car. Now, after a prog show, you don't 
listen to more of the same band. No, you don't. You're right. You I'm don't. like, so what, I'm not going to put the police on. That's going to be boring. So I put on Underground Garage because you're hearing something totally backwards. Totally, from, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And they do play some newer stuff too. You know, mm-hmm. so it's right. good. <laughs> they can hook on certain artists that I don't think are all that. Yeah. Like J- Jesse Mallon. I don't. Okay. You don't you played him enough? Maybe my opinion. And they play too much handsome Dick Manitoba. Handsome you know? Dick Manitoba. <laughs> uh let's see phantom rocker and slick broke up in 1986 i never heard anything from them but i'll tell you that could have been a great band right? lou do you know who they are yes it was slim jim phantom um yeah. lee rocker and earl slick the earl session slick. guitar player the there you go buddy look at yeah. lou mark you knew that too I know. yeah earl yeah. slick he played on john uh double fantasy Let's yeah. last record and let's wait. He didn't he do the he replaced Stevie Ray Vaughan for the Bowie tour for the Let's Dance, yes. Him, right? Okay. Yes, well, he's a Bowie guy, you know. So, the people that might not know, uh, uh, Phantom, uh, 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 Phantom Rocker, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh Lee Rocker, Stray. right? <laughs> they were from the Stray Cats, hmm. they were from the Stray Cats. So, it was really the Stray Cats with Earl Slick, exactly. Yeah, yeah. who sang? Probably Slick, he could hmm. sing, he had a yeah, he had pipes. yeah. okay, yeah. Very bluesy um, voice, yeah. So uh, the revolution, as we discovered earlier, broke up because Wendy and Lisa was formed. And Mark was too much of a dope to realize that. I never realized they were a couple. Like I never, I like, knew like it a, from, a couple, couple. I never knew. I never, I never put it together. I knew it from the videos back in the eighties. Really, a romantic yeah. couple. I had that. I just thought that's now. that was the aura that the that he wanted his band Wait, to put wait off a second. And, What's that song, Wendy? Yes. Are you ready? I mean, come on. Well, <laughs> now, isn't um, Wendy Melvoin? Her father's a big yeah. in music, right? Is it yeah, a ranger or something, or a- yeah. He okay. he he. Uh, I think we went over his. his he died yeah. a, uh, one of the few episodes we talked about him. Yeah. Uh let's see. Thin Lizzy finally yeah, broke he, up. He was, in, he was in Harold Melvoin and the Blue Notes, wasn't he? Oh my God, that, that actually is a good one. I'll give you that. That's a good one. You're not gonna send me to Siberia. No, that's a good. I'll give you that one. That's a good one. Harold Melvoin. Yeah, it's the Jewish group. That's the Jewish version. You want some music? <laughs> yeah, Harold Melvoin and the Blue Yarmulkes. The love I lost was a sweet love. The love I lost. <laughs> We're pushing a couple envelopes here tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Thin Lizzy finally broke up in 1986. Oh man, they should have broken up a few years earlier. Was, yeah. it, was he alive then? Yeah, uh, yeah, he died not long after that, though. Who filled in? Not yeah, yeah. I was hoping I they, know, I was hoping they didn't die. The I thought he died before that. No, there was no Thin without Lizzy him. without Phil and not. That that'd be uh, that'd be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like Allison Chains going on without yeah. Lane Staley. It's disgusting. Right. Oh, it's the totally denim, uh, the denim guy, the guy that wears all the, the cute denim, and he goes uh, out there and he sings like he's a walking ad for Levi's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, and finally, <laughs> the great. Uh, well, they weren't. They were great. Then they were mocked, and now finally they're getting their appreciation. Thanks to a, a really good documentary on Netflix. Uh, and Andrew Ridgely is getting uh, known for being the, the, the driving force behind Wham! Really? Yeah. 
That's a great documentary, man. Watch I have it. to watch it. You told me it that. really is good. I'm telling you, it's, it's it Andrew Ridgely. Everyone joked on this dude. They all joked yeah. on him and they sure. cracked it. You know, oh, he's not. You watch that 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 documentary, you'll realize that dude is one of the nicest fucking guys in the world. Like this dude is as selfless uh, a pop star that you will ever see in the history. Of, this kid was just all about his friendship. That was he was. That's all he cared about was his friendship with George Michael. You got to watch the documentary. You'll Did they be, stay tight after the band broke up? You got to watch the documentary. Okay. okay. And it actually watch the documentary, and it takes you to a certain point in their career. And you, um, if you don't walk away from this saying, you know what, that fucking dude is aces all the way. That's a friend that you want. That is a friend that you fuck. Everybody should should have. It's. Just watch it, and you will have a whole new perspective on Andrew Ridgely. Is there a couple documentaries about them there? Is, is, that, is there a particular name, a name of that one? I'll send it to you, but I think it's called Wham. Wham I think okay. it's called Wham, yeah. So that's it for bands that broke up and bands that were formed. Uh, let's see. Bring out some, uh, let's let's talk about some, some albums, Buck. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring up one. That, uh, it was the year that I discovered Zebra. 3.5 came out their last album for atlantic i was a junior it was supposed to be a huge album wsou remember that station lou oh yeah they were I'll saying this album station. is going to beat the debut which was a huge album and it bombed it just totally bombed but uh yeah that was that was a big release for me that year 3.5 zebra and if you do like melodic rock it's it's hard rock but you could play it on acoustic and not be hard rock Every song on that album you could play on acoustic. That's what makes it a good album. SOU, that was the um, radio station at Seton Hall University. Seton Hall. And they're still, the, they're still doing it, but they play that cookie monster. Like, I can't Mother. stand that I gotcha. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember in the 80s and 90s that that was, if you want to hear some hardcore metal yeah, you know, from a yeah. local radio station, that was the one to but listen they to. They loved 3.5. They just loved it. They yeah. just, yeah. Well, everyone thought Zebra was a local band, but they really were not. They're from Louisiana. Right. They're from two regions, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, and Long Island. So oh, yeah, okay. New York. Okay. They were a New York band, and they were a New Orleans band. Still playing. Ah, uh, let's see. Fifty-one fifty came out in eighty-six. Good album. Yes, it did. Right. In yeah. my high school, that was fighting. That was the David Lee Roth camp and the Sammy Hagar camp. I was part of the Sammy Hagar camp. I liked the sound of it. Yeah, it took me. It took a little bit to grow on me. It had to grow on me a little bit, but it never fully grew. The single they released sucked. Why can't this be loved? That was like the worst thing they could have released to my opinion. That, yeah, you know what? They could have released a better one. Yeah. You, you hear you hear them on the radio. Here's the new Van Halen single, and you hear you're like, what the hell is it? It's it's a weird let's think about it. That's a weird song. It's a short pop song. The time signature is a weird. It's not straight ahead. That guitar solo is just a different time signature. And and when Sammy Hagar says the scat thing he did was just weird. And when Sammy Hagar goes, I did it better than him. When he says it's got what it takes, that sounds like a commercial for like it really does. That's what that's what Sot Mitter says. He goes, sounds like a Pepsi commercial. You're holding a can of Pepsi. It's got what it takes. They're trying to capitalize on that synthesizer sound that they had. And also, he used one of those early Simmons electric drum kits on that fifth one fifty. It's it's not a drum set he's using. Listen to the Tom Tom fills. It's got that classic 
one-dimensional Simmons. Oh, really. do, do, do. yeah, good do, enough. Do, do, yeah. Do, nothing, yeah. I, I do think the David Lee Roth, Edom and Smile record was a better record than 5150, though. I did at the time, but in retrospect, I think 5150 is a more solid songwriting album. Yeah. Dreams, okay. Love Walks In, those are great songs. But teach his own, yeah. Give us an oh, album, Lou. Um, uh, Public Image Limited, the album is called Album. Yeah. Album, yeah. Do uh, you know the players that he had on that record? <clears throat> There's monsters. It, uh, that was a record where they, I think Bill Laswell produced it. He said he fired his band and said, bring in these hotshot players. And so he had Ginger Baker on it, Steve Vai, Bernie Worrell played on it, the late great Bernie Worrell, and uh, Tony Williams. He was a jazz drummer, Tony Williams' lifetime. Um, he's one of the drummers I was not really into jazz, but I saw a jazz drummer playing with rock power. I'm like, that was amazing. He died young too. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was a good album by him. Mark. Right. Gonna go with uh Fahrenheit from Toto featuring Joseph Williams on vocals, who's the son of John Williams of Star Wars fame. Really? Ah. And it had um one of their biggest hits, uh Some People What was the name of that song? You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't you gotta sing it. No, no, I can't because Michael McDonald's on it. I can't sing okay. it. Yeah, but oh. it's one of their biggest. Songs. I will. You know what I'm talking about, Lou. <laughs> I only know Toto with the uh, uh, the other guy. Lou says I'll sing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Why I'm drawing? I'm getting a smitty because I had a. I, I can't think of anything anymore. I'm like, That's it's one right. of. Yeah, it's a, it's a ballad. But anyway, that yeah, that was a good album. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a shot. Okay, I'm gonna, this album, right? Josie's on a vacation far <laughs> away. Recognize it like you love her. So okay. many things that I want to say. The words love is hard to find. I just want to lose your love tonight. Ow. I just want to lose your love So when I worked at CPI and we used to master the cassettes for the, uh, the children's <laughs> choirs of Jewish music, we would say my earwax turned to crystals. So that's just what happened. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But that was a good album, actually. If, if, you know what? If you get the Elfield's greatest hits, you'll realize they had, a, they had more than a few good songs. Yeah. I know the one. What? He likes, he likes his girls a little bit older. Who's that? That that's on that song. I like my girls a little bit older. A bit older. Yeah, that's right. And it's funny they didn't continue. Like we th- I thought he was gonna be around for a long time. Great songwriter, but mm. yeah, didn't last. And nobody knew for the longest time that there was only two guys in the outfield. Hmm. Every video they had the they had the blind guy on the keyboard. They had the hmm. the two guys with the outfield was the guy with the black hair with the 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 mullet, right? Who sang? sang the and then the the tall blonde dude playing the guitar. They were the outfield. Okay. The other people were just fillers. Yeah. Who's yeah. the band that had that song? Oh, they kept on driving before. Oh, what they call the outback or the? There's another. Oh, the outback. No. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby That's back, it, baby yeah. back. All right, Lou, give us an album. Uh, an album. Okay. Um, live in New York City, John Lennon with the Plastic Ono Elephants Memory Band. Oh, boy. 
Um, it's they edited a lot of Yoko out apparently, <laughs> as they should. <laughs> but as there's some pretty good live should. versions of Instant Karma come together. Imagine Cold Turkey and Power to the People. But yeah, they, they, there was some stuff I think some fans said they thought it was not legitimate because they edited Yoko out. But <laughs> well, that's a good know, thing. I I agree. I agree. You know, but uh, some of the video footage is pretty cool. Come yeah. together. Wait, Marie Martin said, I just sounded like Yoko Ono's <laughs> waiting for the D train. What? That's the comment uh, of the uh, night. Uh, what? Uh, that's great. What? Wait a minute here. Yeah? <laughs> that's, you can't. Wait. What? Lou, do you want me to drop my mic for uh, Marie? I'll drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, no. Do it, do it. No, Marie no, Martin. No, mic. <laughs> no. I, I sing the outfield good. <laughs> now let's move on with the show. Ignore Marie Martin for at least 30 <laughs> seconds. That's how we put them in the penalty box. So who's up? Who's next? Me. Me. Okay. Okay. The song from Toto was I'll Be Over You. Remember that song? I'll be over you. No. No. Huge <laughs> hit. Huge. Really? Okay. Maybe um, I didn't know it was Toto. All right. So listen, you probably thought it was Doobie Brothers because there's Michael McDonald's. <laughs> <on it>. um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with an album I know Scott knows, and I had a crush on her when this album came out. Uh oh. Nasty Boys. Ooh, Janet. Nasty control. Yeah. Yeah. And she and those Dude, videos. I was listening I was like, to her today, and I was like, damn, she was still fucking, she was so good. Yeah. Like her voice was good. She was a great performer. Like Janet was not uh, a pain in the ass. Hmm. You know what I mean? She wasn't that like diva ish. Hmm. Janet was just she was just fucking good you may not have liked her music i did i did she was doing it good she was doing yeah. great pop music i'll listen yeah. to a couple of things in retrospect that's the record of hers i know most of the songs from was that, that her first record with jimmy jam and terry lewis is that the first one they did yeah okay. and then she did rhythm nation and then the right. one where Rhythm nation was really good that and then the one where the guy's holding her breasts on the cover those three albums to me are like Michael, all three huh? of them those are great albums. So there was this, uh, there was a, uh, when I was in the Philippines, the Airmen's Club, it's the biggest Airmen's Club in the whole Department of Defense. It was huge. It was like the size of a football field, right? And they had this big stage. And so they did a, a lip sync contest, right? And uh, this girl gets up there and she starts doing Rhythm Nation, right? And she's doing good. And I, I think that's the video where Janet Jackson goes up, stands on the chair, and then it just kind of tips. Yes. And she walks off, right? So this girl's up on stage. There's there's like a couple hundred people at least there, right? Watching this. It was all advertised on the base because it's base entertainment. There might have been more, right? Yeah. And she goes up and she runs up. She steps on the chair and she puts her foot on the top of the back of the chair. And it's going to lean forward, right? In the fucking chair. She, uh -oh. she didn't have the rubber. She like never evidently uh -oh. didn't practice this. Oh no. Fucking wipe out from yeah. hell, right? Just oh. thud. You can hear the thud. <laughs> the, she pushes the back of the top of the chair forward and the bottom legs just fly out from under her. She goes down like a ton of bricks, right? But this girl was a fucking trooper. <laughs> she puts that fucking chair back. The song's still playing. She fucking goes back about 15 feet and she does it again. She gets, she's bound. Wow. And she put, at this time, she puts her foot on the top of this thing and she balances on the, on, on the, 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 the back of the, the seat and she goes right and the fucking legs go off from under her again. Oh, shit. oh man. Fucking boom. Oh. Right on top of the chair. She had to break a rib. 
Had oh, to. Right. But that girl was a fucking trooper. She got that chair, she threw it behind her, and she finished her act. Uh-huh. With, oh, man. Got a standing ovation. Yeah. yeah. Just on true grit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a wipeout from hell. You could hear it over the music. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and it you, was like, you know oh, hurt. shit. She, she, the show must go on. The show must go on. You got to respect that. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, you know what album came out in 86? This was a good album. The Fabulous Thunderbirds, Tough Enough. Yes. Good album. Told you. I went in to see them. They were backing up Bob Seger. And I went in. I was working security. I could go in anytime I wanted the Boston Garden and watch the show during the show. And I didn't even want to see Bob Seger. I wasn't. I fell off his bandwagon yeah. you know, when he started doing all that pop shit. And uh, I went in to watch the Fabulous Thunderbirds, and they were fucking great. Yeah, they were great. Did, yeah. did Bob Dylan, uh, Bob Seger play? We were making Thunderbirds. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. That I think that was the show where I was sitting there, and fucking Peter Wolf was like four seats over and one row ahead of me, uh, eating a banana. Now, <laughs> eating now. a banana. Jimmy Vaughn was the total antithesis of his brother, Stevie Ray, where Stevie Ray was like Jimi Hendrix, Flash, and I loved him. Jimmy was so traditional with his playing, and I loved his playing. Yeah. 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 All right, Lou, give me another album. Uh, Elvis Costello, King of America. Ah, good one. Not, it's known for Don't Let Me Be, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. He covered that. Um, it was that when it came out, they said it wasn't all that good. Retrospect, they say it's one of the best um, best records to listen to. The musicians on that are amazing. Uh, Maria, Maria McKee's on it, Roy Orbison. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Jerry Sheff, uh, Elvis's, um, I think he's a bass player. He played on it. And James Burton, the famous guitar player. Um, Jim Keltner, Ron Tutt, the attractions are on it. Uh, it's, it's a good record. It's a little eclectic, but it's one of those things that's not it's an Elvis Costello album. So it's an album album, not a yeah. single album. Yeah. He's produced guy. I remember Mitchell Froome. He produced Crowded House. Yeah. He was a pretty big producer in the late Mitchell 80s. Mitchell Froome is a jazz guy. He played with Jet, Pat Metheny too. He's a very uh, talented guy. Yeah. He produced Mar- Maria McKee's solo record that year. Mm-hmm. Roy Orbison's yeah. last album, Mystery Girl. Cheryl Crowley, The Globe Sessions. He produced that too. Mm. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right, give me one more, Mark. We're going to move on. Okay. Uh, I would love to, st- in uh, for Jack, I would love to say Graceland, but I'll go with. <laughs> I was Jack, ignoring that, that one, by the that way. That one's for you. Um, <laughs> one of the fr- one of the like first import albums I bought, I had to go to Things from England and Edgewater, spend a shitload of money, but I got the Bring on the Night Sting, the live album. Yeah. Right Bring album. on the Night. And in yeah. the 80s, when record companies were pressing vinyl on real shit, thin vinyl and it sounded like crap that album was on heavy vinyl and i still have it and i still play it it sounds great but that that jam on when the world's running down that that long jam have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that day it's oh, great yeah, yeah. Great band. yeah. um yeah. you know there's one um album that came out that has the best rock review of all time in my opinion to me it's like pulitzer prize nobel prize rock review it was the album gtr yes I love that album, <laughs> Mark. The, uh, the reviews are so savaging too. I love that album. Steve, I Hallow, love that album. Genesis and um, Steve Howe from Yes and Steve Hacker from Genesis. Genesis but, um, yeah, yeah. JD Constant on Musician Magazine. <laughs> his review was the three le- three letters S H T. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. 
<laughs> well, you had two prominent guys doing pop. I mean, what do you get? Yeah, do? yeah. Well, one of the one of the reviews said is that they managed to make two of the most distinguished guitars in rock and roll sound like autopiloted sessioners at a foreigner recording. Oh, Ooh. you know what it was? You had two guitar virtuosos, but they wrote songs, and no one wanted to hear pop songs. Like right. they wrote good songs, you know. Yeah, the review said they were they sounded like they were competing with each other, but they're two great guitar players. Steve Hackett is an underrated, very underrated guitar player. He's yeah. not recognized enough. But yeah, he's great. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Scott, I'm surprised you didn't bring up third stage from Boston. Nah, I wasn't a really big at that point. I wasn't really a big Boston fan. I was that burned was a good out. Album. I, was that, burned I liked out. it. I yeah. yeah. Peter Gale put out the so record. Big record. Yeah. Uh, you know what albums came out? Let me run down a few. Invisible run Club. DMC raising hell. Yeah. Right. That was a monster. That was the one that really, I think broke into the, the, the white suburbia. Yes. yes. You know, uh, Steve Winwood back in the high life. Mm-hmm. Few hits off of that album. Yeah. Like a comeback I just don't ever think he gets the credit he deserves, though. No. no. You know, he's a great. Uh, Billy Joel, The Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. Yeah. 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 Go to Lou, you and I are supposed to love that album. Fuck yeah. that. I'm sorry. No. Uh, Genesis, Invisible Touch. Yes. Great album. Yeah. I love that. That's a good, that is a good record. It is a good record. I yeah. thought it was way too commercial. I was being, I was a snob back then. I was becoming all of us. I, I was, was an alt rock snob. But then, you know, you found yourself, you know, you're tapping your foot. You know, I love Genesis. When they did that video with Benny Hill, that's when I liked the album. Yeah. I forget the name of the song, but Orange Mark, I think I think this one, this one was probably in your in your collection. Cinderella Night Songs. Yes. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Don't know what I need till it's gone. I blew out my vocal cords. I'm I could go on all time. night. I got that vibe. Strong. That was a good album. That was I a good album. Like it that. was. That was a big videos in the Philippines, too. And Cozy Powell played on that album. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. Uh, but this one, I'll end on this one. I'll, I'll end on this one. Um, this was probably one of the biggest albums in 1986. Don Johnson, Heartbeat. Heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it yesterday. That is so Did funny. you really? I'm like, oh my God. I forgot what channel it was. I heard the chorus and I moved on. My dad liked it. It certainly song. wasn't on Underground Garage. No, it was not. <laughs> All right. All right. For Lou. I'm going to say, remember the golden age of the box sets on vinyl where you'd buy the, a literal box? It was Bruce Live, 75 through 85. And I remember buying that music merch and bringing it home yeah. and like, yeah, this box. I was like, so cool, you know? Yep. You had the big booklet and everything. That yeah. came out just in time for Christmas that year. Yes. Do you guys Do you guys have uh, have any movies? I have a fucking yeah. big list. I have a big I have, list I of movies. movies. We got some film. There's some film. All right, let's start. So we don't necessarily have to talk about them. Let's just kind of throw out names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Mark. Platoon. Lou. Sid and Nancy. Ah. Crocodile Dundee. Yes. Primey. The Name of the Rose. Ah. Lou. Aliens. Back to School. That's why I learned to do the triple Lindy. That's a funny fucking uh, uh Crossroads. Lou? Yes. Uh The Color of Money. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I never saw it. Oh. Oh my God. Shit. Shit. Put me good. Put me, put me in the oh, my God. I agree. Put him in the I make no apologies for not having seen that movie. Uh, I do. 30 seconds. 
He's still talking. He's still he's still ranting. I can see him. He's still he's still talking. He's screaming. He's just oh look at look at I'm bringing it back on. He threw his headphones at the camera. (laughs) His camera. Look at the angle. What are you be looking at there? I see Schmitty's upside down. (laughs) I see some real funky curtains. Oh, is he? Those those aren't those curtains aren't French. He's in a hotel. Are we saying Lou's not in? Paris? He's in Atlantic City. Are you? Those look like a hotel room curtain. That's Vegas or City. I, I don't know one. Is there. that or, tile? Is that a that tile be, floor? He might be in Peoria. <laughs> he threw his headphones at the camera. There's some hustle. <laughs> oh, we got camera movement. We have like look at. <laughs> We're getting a tour of his hotel room. Wait a minute. That's a fake backdrop. All this time, I thought that was real. No, 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 no. no. I'm in in France. France. What? Those curtains aren't made in France. I'm in my my bunker, man. All right, Lou, give us another movie. Jeez. All right. Uh, Let's see. Where am I? Uh, I don't know. You're not in France. The Le Fly. They fly with Jeff Goldblum. Ah, the fly. That's my first gross out movie in the eighties. I think I ever saw. Yeah, many people. That was disgusting. Mark, Um, the Money Pit. Money Pit. pit. How about Stand by Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lou, the Hitcher. Oh, good one. Good movie. Rutger Hauer. That introduced me to Rutger. And uh, what's his name? Mark to something Howell. Powell. Steve Thomas Howell. Steve Thomas Howell. Yeah, he was he was Pony Boy in The Outsiders. Yes, he was. Yeah. And he was ripped to shreds in the hitcher. Was yeah. it either one with the trucks? Yes. Two trucks? Did did he get out of that? Wait, he did. He did. did. That's right. He had yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. Good guy has to win. Mark? A movie that I bought the soundtrack to first before seeing The Big Easy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh the movie where Paul Newman shouldn't have won Best Picture, but best actor but they decided to give it to him because he should have got it 30 years earlier for the fucking for the hustler hmm. but no they fucking they look that was one of the greatest performances in movie history yeah. paul newman in the original hustler jackie gleason minnesota fats fucking dark movie dark yeah. great yeah. paul newman unbelievable gets glossed over they come out with the color of money like oh part two and they give him like a sympathy like yeah. an academy. That's what I say that was. That was a Sympathy Academy Award for The Color of Money. He was good in it, but Tom yeah. Cruise was the movie. Right. In The Hustler, Paul Newman was the movie. Yeah. Jeez. See, I'm all upset now. Come on, move oh. on. Come on. Come yeah, on. move yeah. on. Lou? <laughs> Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Ah. Michael Rooker, that movie was scary. Yeah. I saw it in a, I saw it in a movie theater in New York. I came out looking over my shoulder. Like, you're all you're all you're all degenerates. My God, Lou. I mean, Mark. The Mission. Robert De Niro. Ah, interesting. oh wow, right. pretty in pink. Ah, oh, I love pink. that movie with the hot the hottie at uh, at the time, Molly Ringwald. Isn't she pretty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lou. Manhunter. Ah. Michael the original Randy. Hannibal, right? The original Hannibal played yeah. by Brian Cox. He was good. And who was the, the guy in it? Uh William Peterson. Uh, yeah, great. He was an under he was an underrated actor. Yeah. Guys do. Uh, that was uh now if you saw that movie, the the Tooth Fairy killer in that movie was terrifying. Yes. I thought Ray Fiennes was good in the Red Dragon, but the guy that played the original Tooth Fairy was he was absolutely terrifying. What was that movie in? Manhunter. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Manhunt. Michael Mann that directed my um yeah. Miami Vice. That was his name. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. Dennis Farina's in it. Yes. Yeah. Mark, you want dark? I'm going to get darker. The oh. River's Edge. Remember that movie? Ah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yes. dark fucking movie. That yeah. wacko Crispin Glover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lighten it up a little. The Jewel of the Nile. That was yeah. a fun. That was a fun movie. Yeah. For the first time, I don't know if it aged well, but. The first movie had a better line. Put another brick on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Lou? Uh, Meatballs 3, Summer Job. Oh, boy. <laughs> Digging deep on that one. I didn't, know there, I, knew, I knew there was a third Meatballs movie. I knew there was two. Yeah. There was the funny uh, police academy. Yeah, Mark? Right. The Three Amigos. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Rocky Four. Yeah. yeah. Was that with Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I will break you. Yeah. Uh, Lou, uh, here's one I read about. I never want to see. It. I want to see it now. Called Round Midnight. Um, Damn it! Yeah, it was on your list. Mark, <laughs> I, was I heard about the movie. I, I was. I thought it was a Charles Bronson movie. It's, uh, Dexter Gordon, yeah. the um, he's a jazz saxophone player. He play, actually acted in it. Yeah, uh, it's based upon him, uh, Lester Young, and these guys from the fifties about the fifties jazz scene in Paris. My backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And wait, wait, so you did admit that you're not in Paris right now? I'm not in Paris. No. no. Oh, okay. Then who, and Lou, do you know who directed Nervous Hospital? Do you know who directed the movie? I forgot. No, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood did direct that. He is a big jazz fan and that's he right. plays jazz piano. Ah, he, that's Very right. Good. He did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's a great piano well, yeah. player. I'm going to see the movie because uh, Dexter Gordon was nominated for Best Actor for that. That's it was a great movie. Yeah, great yeah. movie. So you did see it then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Highly um, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. But you, you're a jazz guy. Scott, try it. Try it. See if you like it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. right. You like yeah. it. It, involved, it did involve how a lot of those guys were doing some serious drugs. So it's a little dark on that end. Manhunter? What no, was round Midnight. Round Midnight. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, Mark. My last one on my list uh, Mosquito Coast, Harrison Ford. Oh. That was a weird movie. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Ice Machine in the Jungle that blows up. That's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> Uh, let's see the epic. Well, you know, they, I got this one first. I'm going to say uh, this was like two movies. This was two movies in one. One half was just like one half was good. And the other half was fucking ridiculously bad. Spies like us. <laughs> Stupid fucking movie. Yeah. I hated the song. One of Paul McCartney's. Worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lou. Blue Velvet. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With uh, what's her name? She uh, um, what was her name? Uh, the no. black, no, the girl with the black hair. Um, she was. Isn't she French? I think she's a French actor. Not sure. Oh, Isabella Rossellini. Yes, yes, Italian. Yeah. Italian. Nice. Uh, Italian. Howard the Duck. <laughs> ah, a glorious. Hey, listen. You know what? How you know what? Howard the Duck got some got some good uh, play in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, yeah, right? And, yeah. and all those things. Once you go duck, you never go back. It did yeah. have bestiality. They had a girl kissing a duck. So. That's right. That's Where right. Where expression "go fuck a duck" come from? Where? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you're gonna tell us the story. You're the no. Professor. I just had nothing behind it. <laughs> all right, let's go to top ten songs uh, this week in 1986. Number ten, "Dancing on the Ceiling." Lionel Richie. What a feeling. Yep. Number nine this week in 1986, Typical Male by Tina Turner. I don't even remember that song. No, I don't either. No. No. 
Uh, number eight this week in 1986, Run DMC. Walk this way! <laughs> number seven this week in 1986, Throwing It All Away, Genesis. Good song. Good song. Good yep. song. Yep. Uh, number six this week in 1986, Two of Hearts, Stacey Q. <laughs> Stacey Q. Wow. Right? I, 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 I need you. <laughs> Lou knows it. That's awesome. <laughs> I need you. you Good one, Lou. Lou's, Lou's done that in the past. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done that on karaoke many times. There karaoke you go. Yeah. Uh, number five this week in 1986, Dream Time by Daryl Hall. Mm, that was a good song. Yep. Number four uh, this week in 1986, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone. Simple Bye. Mind. Simple mind. Don't oh, forget oh. me oh, wait, wait. Glass when Tiger. I'm gone. Glass Tiger. Glass Tiger. Yep. Yeah. Uh number three this week in 1986. When I think of you, Miss Janet. Yeah. I touch myself. When I think of you. Uh number two this week in 1986. Friends and lovers. Gloria Loring and uh, and Carl Anderson. One uh-huh. wonders. And number one, this album actually came out in 86. Uh, number one is Stuck With You. Huey Lewis in the News Lewis. off of... Four. Yeah, I think that was a big that record. That was a good album. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of Huey Lewis in the News? I, hey, you know what? He's entertaining. Yeah. Never had any issues. He never tried to be anything that he wasn't. No, d- definitely a good band. They were yeah. actually a good band behind him. He was a likable guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's a likable guy. He was always, you know, happy. Made it late in life, later yeah. in life, you know? Yep. And uh, uh, I was a metalhead in high school, but every time Huey Lewis songs came out, I'm like, those are good. And they had good videos. They had happy, upbeat videos. Yeah. And I, Jacob's Ladder is still, though, my favorite song. That is mine, too. Yeah. And Hip to Be Square, also. I just heard that too much, I think. Did, did you see the movie American Psycho? Yeah. Hip to Be Square yeah. is immortalized. Square, yeah. yeah. Uh, album charts. Top 10 albums this week in 1986. Uh, number 10, Control by Miss Janet Jackson. There you go. Number 9 this week in 1986 on the album charts, Invisible Touch by Genesis. Yeah. Uh, number 8 this week on the album charts in 1986, Slippery When Wet, Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> number 7 this week Arthur. in 1986 on the album charts, The Bridge, Billy Joel. Okay. Uh, number 6 this week, uh, see Marie Martin. I'm trying to ignore her because she called me Yoko. That was 30 East. But 30 I can't ignore Marie. I, I got to give her my Well, attention. you did kill our ears tonight, Scott. Hey, hey, really Huey Lewis was good in duets. Hey, yeah. when I when I run this through AI, right? I, I run this through an AI afterwards, and it and it does the whole, it chapped, wait, it breaks wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Is Perry working for you? This is, not, come on. I, I'm, I, I hired somebody else. <laughs> don't tell Don't tell Perry. He already knows. He already knows? Because yeah. AI okay. knows everything. He's telling okay. Where was I? Uh, number six. Let me see. Number six this week in 1986. Back in the high life, Steve Winwood. Uh, number five this week in 1986. True Blue, Madonna. See, this all matches up. We've had in the past top 10 songs, and like two right. of the albums are on the top yeah, 10 yeah. charts, right? So these are all matching up. You know why, though? Why? This was still the era when an album mattered so you had an album no there's no albums anymore but i've had we've done these from the 70s and it's and it's Mm -hmm. mismatched it's kind of weird um number four this week in 1986 on the album charts four by huey huey lewis in the news 
Uh, number three this week in 1986 on the album charts, Raising Hell, Run DMC. Mm. Uh, number two, this was a monster. This was the movie of the year, actually. Top Gun. The Top Gun yeah. soundtrack. And number one this week in Probably to 19- the Danger Zone. Right? Yeah. Yep. Kenny Loggins had a good, uh, had a, had a pretty good run at uh, uh, movie scores. Yeah, yeah. You know, had a pretty good Caddyshack, Top Gun. He's never uh, been in the Danger Zone, though. Number one this week in 1986, uh, Dancing on the Ceiling, Lionel Richie. I still say on Hello, that is a great mm-hmm. guitar solo. Really good guitar solo. Okay. What was his catchphrase? What was it? What was his catchphrase? Who? Uh, Lionel Richie. I don't My daughter is going to be a reality star. No, it was outrageous. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I saw a fucking meme. I saw a meme of a picture of Lionel Richie's face, right? And it's it's on a piece of paper that's stapled to a telephone pole, and there's phone numbers hanging underneath. And the words on the face say, hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> and then you pull the tab if you've seen me. <laughs> Fucking great. Some people are really, really clever. Yeah. Uh, this day in music, Mark. There you go. Uh, on this day uh, in 2020, Taylor Swift. I don't care. On this day in 2015, Stevie Wonder, divorced from uh, fashion designer Kai Millard, and finalized was finalized after several years in court. The pair were married in 2001, but split in 2009. Stevie filed for divorce in 2012. And she, you know why they were? You know you know why they were? They were why they divorced? I I see a joke coming. Luke. She was seeing other guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna say I he drove her home. Up. I thought you were gonna say he drove her home from the. I restaurant. just made that up. No, he, she was seeing other guys. Yeah, I like that. Aye, aye, sir. Uh, on this day in 2011, David Cassidy filed a multi-million-dollar lawsuit against Sony, claiming he had not been paid royalties for sales of Partridge Family merchandise, which bear his image, including lunchboxes. Who didn't have one of those? Uh, magazines and board games. Cassidy told CNN. It's just a matter of being fair and doing the right thing. Just to be fair, be real, be genuine, don't be greedy. And they don't give you the result of the lawsuit. Uh, On this day in 2008, pink. Okay. On this day in 2007, Hanson. Okay. On this day in 2006, Michael Jackson. uh, Jeffrey Bora, who who admitted secretly videotaping Michael Jackson on a private jet, was sentenced to six months of home detention and find ten thousand dollars. Imagine if I ever got sentenced. For filming to six. Michael Jackson. Yeah, Bora, who was wow. the owner of the private jet firm Extra Jet, had instructed an employee to buy and install two video recorders on the plane. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Right. Chuck Berry yeah. thing. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, imagine the live streams I'd be doing if I was put on six month, six months house <laughs> arrest. That's oh my funny. god, I'd I'd be fucking out of control. Hey, by the way, I'm thinking, you know, the King of Facebook show is coming back soon. And I'm thinking, I, I think I might start off big. I saw this thing the other day. I'm going to take a, a steak and cheese sub, right? Nice call, or, or right? You people call it a cheesesteak. Steak and cheese sub. That's what and it I'm going to order a pizza, cheese pizza, un, uncut, right? <laughs> Unlike a Jewish guy. And I'm going <laughs> to And then I'm going to roll... Don't make me laugh. I'm gonna roll the pizza over and cut it like a, uh, and it'll be like a, a, a an Italian burrito. As long I'm as you eat the thing, 
As long as you don't have mayonnaise on it, it'll be fine. Why not? I might just have to dip it in some just because. Ranch dressing. I got to put mayo on the steak and cheese, though. I have to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in this day in 2006, reggae legend Bob Marley was honored with a heritage plaque. Who cares? On this day in 2003, Beyonce. Who cares? On this day in 2002, Kelly Clarkson. Who cares? On this day in 2000, the Beatles. Who cares? On this day in 2000, the UK TV show Top of the Pops issued a top 40 chart based on singles that had spent the longest time on the UK charts. Number three was My Way by Frank Sinatra. Hmm. Number two was She Loves You by the Beatles. And the song that lasted the longest time on the UK charts, it was a monster. It was a, uh, uh, a retail uh, extravaganza. It was a boom. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax. Oh, that man. video was like and or it was considered. T- like- well, there was two. Fo- there was two videos. Yeah, one was from bot. Uh, was from uh, was it Body Double? What was the name of that movie? I saw uh, the one with the orgy in it. That's yeah, that movie. was the one from the movie. Was it Body? It was that. It was a um, not Body Double. No, no, no. It was the one where the 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 guy looks across uh, to the to the the apartment building. And he sees this yeah. guy murder the lady. He's watching it go from room to room. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that fucking It's a movie? good movie, too. It's a good film. It was really watch. weird. It's yeah. the dude. It's the actor that looks like Bill Maher. Mickey. No. Mickey Let's Rourke. See. Mickey Rourke. No, it wasn't him. Oh. No. Uh, what was the movie? Was it a, did Sam Peckinpah do it or one of those guys? Yeah, it was. Hmm. Oh, fuck. Uh, Peckinpah was dead by then. Come on, I gotta find this. The Hollywood. Because it's a great movie. Where did it come out? I'm looking it up. Uh, 80s. I think it was the 80s. Or early? Uh, I saw it, it on was the 80s. 80s. It was yeah, definitely Bra- the 80s. Let me Brian see. Brown. Was Brian Brown in it? Well, it was like Body Double. I had a lag or two. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of FX. Is it FX? Yeah. No. no. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, let me see. Genre length. I, I, I'm gonna Terrible find movie. this. Wasn't it the same guy that was in Body Double? Trevor, uh, you know William, uh, Hurt. Uh, William Hurt. You know that was produced by Trevor Horn, by the way. Relax. Yeah, oh, that, 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 yeah, yeah. That album. Yeah. That album. Uh release, critical perception, original mixes, videos. So here we go. It would say it here. Uh so the the first official music video for Relax, directed by Bernard Rose. And set in an SM themed gay nightclub featuring the band members accosted, blah, 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 drag queen, uh, and an emperor played by, was banned from MTV. Uh, early 84, the group reformed. Let me see. Brian De Palma, Body Double. It was yeah, Body, double. Body Double. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Brian De Palma's and Body Maria's Double. Maria's talking about there was a remake of that movie with the, that was a Alfred Hitchcock movie. Oh, that was, was through, a, that was the Rear Window. Rear that was and, Rear and Window. And Johnny Depp was in the remake, I think of that. Yeah, that was Rear yeah. Window. No, this yeah. was Body Double. It, it's right. kind of the same, but Great then it goes movie. on. Yeah. That was a good, I, I might actually watch that again. Yeah. Body I have double. it on DVD. I yeah, it's very it. 80s, the way it's filmed. and But Brian De Palma had that really weird way of making movies, too. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, 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 he really was. Did he, he was. do The Untouchables? I think he, I did. Think he did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on this day in 1999, Roger Daltrey announced that The Who were reforming, making Again. their first performance in Las Vegas on October 29th. Uh, the show was also to be broadcast live on the internet. 
Uh, on this day in 1996, Breakfast at Tiffany's by American group Deep Blue Something was number one in the UK charts, and nobody cares. On this day in 1992, American singer Eddie Kendricks of The Temptations died at age 52 of lung cancer. That's one talking. year after having one lung. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's too young. That's fucking yeah. way too young. Keep on, this, on trucking, babe. On this day in 1991, Guns N' Roses started a two-week two week run at number one in the U.S. album charts with Use Your Illusion 2. Who the fuck cares? The album was released on September. <laughs> exactly. Should have been one exactly. album. Yeah. Todd Sock, Todd, big head Todd Sockman had that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this day in 1989, Motley yeah. Crue played a warm-up show for their forthcoming Dr. Feelgood tour at the Whiskey Go-Go uh, under the pseudonym The Foreskins. The show was also used for the filming of the next video, Kickstart My Heart. That's a radical song. Yeah. That's that is a revved up song, right? That's there. a good album. Uh, let's see. On the, I remember this. Uh, on this day in 1987, former Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr began rehearsals with the Pretenders in preparation for the band supporting U2 on their North American tour. I remember he got with them. Yeah, he jumped around. He was like a hired gun for a little while. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1985, Midge Ure was number one in Nobody Kid. Midge Ure. Ure or your urinalysis, whatever his fucking name Ultra is. Box. Uh, he, he co-wrote uh, um, the Band-Aid song. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott really cares. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, let me just fucking read it then. Yeah, it was number one in the UK singles charts with If I Was. The former Ultravox and Silk Singers only solo number one. The strong features Mark King of Level 42. Because there's something about you, baby, tonight. That's Level 42, not Ultravox or whatever. Uh, on this day in 1984, Queen played the first of nine concerts at the Sun City Super Bowl. Sun City, Republic of Botswana. Nah, 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 I'm not gonna play Sun City. I can. On this day in 1980, UK Weekly, the NME, <clears throat> had Joy Division. She's lost control. <clears throat> I just lost control of that. Uh, she's lost control. That's a great video if you ever see it for Joy Division. Uh, as single of the week, the song is about a girl whose singer Ian Curtis worked with at a disability center. One day she didn't come to the center and Ian later learned she died from an epileptic seizure. He would go on stage and act, he would go into these like fucking fits that looked like he was epileptic. He, they said he would go into this like trance hmm. when he was on stage. He was very recluse. Reserved, I've, got, I've got his biography. Everyone said I have to read it. I bought it and I, it's sitting on the shelf. Watch the documentary on, on Joy Division. Yeah. They have clips of the movie, uh, you know, of concert clips and uh, it's really interesting. Really interesting. That's how I got my brother Colin turned into Joy Division. Um, on the stage in 1975, Stevie Wonder appeared at the Wonder Dream concert in Kingston, Jamaica. And nobody cares. <laughs> on this day in 1990, on 1974, Mike Oldfield's, uh, Oldfield's tubular, tubular bells went to number one for the first time. I had the record disc. I had the picture fuck disc. Me, fuck me. Fuck oh, me. Fuck oh, me. See, last week it was Lou. <laughs> There's a pre- oh, that's mark. what that was. That that's was always work. will be attached to the exorcist. Uh, but we're talking the tubular bells. 
but okay. it will always be attached to the exorcist. Okay, so. I get it. I get it. It's attached. I didn't say the see you next to baby. Ann. Okay. I didn't Spare say the a nickel for an altar boy father. <laughs> I did not Spare say a the nickel word. for an altar boy father. I did not say the word that shall not be said. Okay. Least, on this day in 1974, Olivia Newton-John started the two-week run on the number one uh, at number one in the U.S. single charts with "I Honestly Love You." Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The singer's first of five U.S. top shot toppers. On this day in 1974, the Beach Boys went to number one in the U.S. album chart with "Endless Summer," the group's second U.S. number one. On this day in 1973, Elton John released his seventh studio album, his best album, I think, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Under the working titles, Vodka and Tonics and Silent (laughs) Movies, Talking Pictures. Uh, I think we'd gone over this before. Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics to the album in two and a half weeks with John composing most of the music in three days. And it's his seventh album. Yep. While staying at the Pink Flamingo Hotel in Kingston, Jamaica. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is now sold over 30 million copies worldwide. Jamaica and it's his off. best. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1970, Led Zeppelin three was released ah, on Atlantic good. Records. Isn't that my? Yep, that's my pinball machine. That's my favorite Led Zeppelin album cover. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1967, the Doors played the final night of a five night run at Steve Paul's scene in New York's New York City, uh, which is a shithole now. I disagree. Uh, I was there last week. Now, oh come on. My God. Okay. On this day in 1966, Great. having moved, to, I'm not getting into this discussion with you. <laughs> having moved to and living in London, England, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, Mitch Mitchell, <laughs> he's still giving me the finger. Noel Redding played together too. for the yeah. first time as the Jimi Hendrix experience. Uh, on this day in 1965, Johnny Cash was arrested crossing the Mexican border into El Paso, uh, Texas, after customs officials found hundreds of pills in his guitar case. <laughs> hundreds was, of pills. Hundreds of pills. Johnny liked his pills. He liked it. Yes, he did. And he was sneaking across into the Mexican border. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He was crossing the Mexican border. Give me my water. Wait, was, he money? Eva- was he evading? Did money sing that song? Eddie Money put out a he had eleven top forty hits. He put out an album in eighty six. Uh what does Marie Martin say? Dexadrin Spansules. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Is, is yeah. that a, is a good it a name for a band. band. Dexadrin. Dexadrin's Midnight Rider. Midnight <laughs> Lou, that's a good name for a, a <clears throat> instrumental we should write. Dexadrin. What, what's this? What's Spansules. What's well, we got to give Marie credit. Yeah, if we do it. Now she what? knows her shit. What is I give her credit. She called me Yoko, but I, I can't deny it. she knows her shit. She was right. She does. Oh, All right, okay. I, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm getting payback. I'm getting payback right now for the Yoko Ono. Right here we oh. go. Are you ready? Take my headphones off. I don't. I, I'm wondering. Let's see. No, no, no. Oh, she called me Yoko Ernie. Right? So I'll say this. Marie Martin knows. She knows a lot about music for a girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Scott. Uh-huh. I will not go down without a fight. But she's sticking the show out to the end. She's a she, trooper. She, <laughs> she's a mute for a girl. <laughs> yeah, Joan Jett's a girl. She could kick your ass. Joan Jett might tell you otherwise. <laughs> you should have said Lita Ford. 
Mm-mm. I'll lead it forward. <laughs> I saw her. She, oh, oh. oh, so Marie oh, gave me the two. She gave me two. Two grumpy faces Angry. emojis. Hey, two hey, Marie, grumpy I'll face this emojis. For you. I'll just do Not this one. See, look at that. You're speaking for Marie right now. And I, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, I think Martin, are we all Irish? We can do that, you know. Look at this. This shows, yeah, three Irish, three three Irish people in a in a in an Italian. You were something to be said about this. Starts with the G. I heard it coming. She called me. She says you're a mean girl. (laughs) I am not. That's funny. Don't push me, girl. No, no, he's not a mean girl. He's a nasty boy. I'm a nasty boy. All right, let's get this done. The Beatles in this day in 1962, the Beatles' debut single "Love Me Do" was released in the UK. Spent 26 weeks on the chart, peaked at number 17. Yeah. Uh, George Martin said, uh, has said when Love Me Do was released, it was the day the world changed. Mm. I I could go with that. I I could go with that. And on this day in 1958, Cliff Richard of the Shadows played their first gig together when they appeared at Victoria Hall in Hanley, England. Let's see, who was born on this day? Uh, Born on this day in 1988. Uh, we don't care. Born on this day in 1985. Don't care. Born on this day in 1978. Maroon 5. Don't care. Uh, born on this day in 77. Don't care. Born in the 80s. We don't care. Born on this day in 66. Presidents of the year. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> born on this day in 61. Fuck, man. Counting crows. Don't care. Uh. Uh, born on this day in 1960. Uh, don't care. Who was born on this day in 57. So, okay, I'll give, I'll give this prep. guy. The show prep is just fucking awesome. I'll give this guy credit. All right. Born on this day in 1957. Lee Thomas, the sax and vocals from the English spa band. Madness. That's him doing that. That's him. Let's see. Our house. In the middle of the street, our house. Uh, born in the same 1955, Leo Barnes from the Irish rock group Hot House Flowers. Uh, born in the same 1952, doesn't even say what he is. Born in the same 1951, Bob, I'm a douche. Geldof, he had too much airtime on this show. You got mm-hmm. it in for the guy. I, that, well, he t- says way too much airtime on this show. Yeah, but he's a fellow Irishman. Sir, sir douche Bob Geldof. <laughs> hey, listen. No, done? I'm not listening. Are you no. done yet? No. <laughs> Is he Lord <laughs> Douchebag now? I got, I got something to say when you're done. Are you so. done he just fucked me up. Are you, are you done yet? You sound like Jack. <laughs> I just had flashbacks to Jack. Well, you know, we're guitar players, we think. Okay. What do you have to say, Mr. Guitar Man? On this day, I received the new Steve Wilson album, who is my idol from England, and I didn't order it on CD. I ordered it on Blu-ray because I only listen to surround. So I just want to say, Lou, Mm -hmm. this week on Music Relish, I'll probably hijack the show and talk about the album. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to talk about Tim Buck three. Well, no, but Scott, but, if you no, if, but but what? No, but Morrissey but, put out you an change, album. You change format more than I do. If you if you if Morrissey <laughs> put out an album and you could only get it from England, 
and you ordered it and you got it today, you would say something. I, I'd I had excited. to order this fucking I'd, thing from England. You know? I'd be excited. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my guy. Steve Wilson is my guy. So you got it. I'm very happy. So be be happy. For you want to keep talking to, about it? Have, have that shut it. up and I'm going to just. Are you sure? Are you sure now? Are you sure? Accommodating. Sure. Born in this day in 1950, uh, we all we all appreciate this guy. At least the three of us do. Uh, British guitarist Eddie Clark. Yes. Yes. Fast Eddie Clark. Fast Eddie Clark. Oh, yeah. you know what I discovered? He From had that Motorhead. Band, but he had that band Fastway, which were like an 80s yeah, that's uh, heavy metal band. The singer Dave King formed. Oh fuck! It was an Irish inspired band. I was shocked that he went. I thought that metal. was the name of the band. You said he formed. Oh fuck! Dave King. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the band. Hold on, you keep talking. I'll I, I well, I plan on it. Yeah. Born on this day, <laughs> don't care. Born on this day. Oh, Lucius Ross, rhythm guitarist for Funkadelic, from nineteen sixty eight to seventy one. He played on their first three albums. Uh, born on this day in nineteen forty seven, Brian Johnson. <laughs> 47. Let the kill. Uh, let's see. Born in this day in 1945. Some Irish guy. Oh, he, okay. Brian Conley singing with the English Scott. pop group. Sweet. Right, ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Fox on the Run. Little Love Willie. is Like Oxygen. They, those are three pretty decent songs, right? Yeah, there. they were. He Is that the singer? Uh, yeah. He died young. Yeah. Uh, he died of liver failure in 97. It was a drink. Yeah. An Irishman dying of liver failure. Imagine that. Oh, my God. Uh, born in this day in 1943. He's a joker. He's a toker. He's a midnight smoker. Buster. Perry's favorite. Perry's favorite singer, Steve Miller. Steve he, is, Miller. he is a good singer, actually. He is. Yeah. He's a, good, a great guitar player. Yeah. I saw him back up Journey. He did. He did. He did well. He did well. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Except for Abracadabra. That's where I was going, but I think we all know that. Lou, yeah. I'm going to reach out and grab you. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, boy born in 1942. Richard Street from The Temptations. Uh, let's see. Let's give this lady a little shout out. Uh, born in stay in 1941. Arlene Smith, singer from The Chantels. Uh, let's see. I got a little follow up here. Why? Dave King, the heavy metal singer of Fastway, and no, it wasn't Dropkick Murphys. He formed Flogging Molly. What a difference! Flogging Molly, yeah. From a flog- That's like amazing. They yeah. went from there, yeah. And finally, born on this day in 1938, just because he's the last one on the list and he's ending the show, Carlo Mastrangelo. In honor of Italian Heritage Month, <laughs> Carlo Mastrangelo from Dion and the Belmonts. Italo Rock. The biggest, their big hit was Run Around Sue. Keep away, I'm going to run around, Sue. I said, hey. I think, hey, I think the Wanderer was a solo. I think the Wanderer was his Dion. Ah, okay. Dion Damucci. So there you go, gentlemen. There you have it. That's the show. We got it in in under two and a half hours. See, Mark, I, 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 did, you, I did you a solid today. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. Right. Yeah. I kind of like five the, minutes of sleep. I, I like these Thursday shows because at least I only have to get to Friday, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, we can move it to Thursday. I can move it to any day, really. I mean, I don't care. We can talk about it if you want. Hey, it's whatever depends. works for you guys. Did we come up a Wednesday because of Lou's schedule or something? Or? Really? Lou, how do you I do not I thought it was something where we actually, had to move it to Wednesday. but No, you started that with Jack. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay. actually, Thursday would be better for me because 
um, I, stuff and my, and my son comes down. It's Todd Sockman's going to have to wait an extra day to be entertained, <laughs> to be entertained. But yeah. You know, okay. Well, we'll, we'll start doing it on Thursdays. Dr. Oh, Vera works you. till seven anyways. So, you know, by the time she gets home or dinner, we'll be waiting for her. All warmed up on the stove, and I'll be setting up some, in the studio. Some sandwich you stole for her some, somewhere? Yeah, yeah, some sandwich I stole from some veterans conference in West Palm Beach. <laughs> finger sandwich. It's a finger sandwich, honey. It's a finger sandwich. But what I did, though, with that sandwich that I got, it, you know, I, 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 I got a little fancy with it. I toasted it for her. Nice. <clears throat> I put it, toasted it. Oh, nice. And oh, she thought any, it was spectacular. Any added condiments? I told you, uh, it's whatever she wanted to put on it. You mm -hmm. can't toast things with mayo on no, it. No, you cannot. The mayo has Hot to mayo go on it at the yeah. end. Yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe you could toast something with mustard, maybe, but. That would work. That works better. Yeah, mayo, but mayo, not, mayo decomposes. Mayo. Warm well, mayo is kind of like, and I like love a, mayo. But. Do you like it on a burger? Uh, yeah. You know what? I For the longest time, I did the ketchup and the mayo. But know what I've been doing for like the last two years? I just ketchup, mustard, and pickles. Very like, simple. Like McDonald's. Yeah. 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 That's the way I do it now. I just, and I don't, and I, but I need the sweet and spicy mm -hmm. pickles. Yeah. Oh. At least you didn't leave the food in your car like I did once for a week, and then you open the oh. trunk and. Whew, oh. oh no! I got. I, I, I'm going to be a topper right now. So a friend of mine, when we were working customs canine down in Miami, right, yeah. it, it was it was a cutthroat group of people. Like it's a dirty job, and you know it's very like you know, uh, it, you just got to be a different type of person. This dude was going on leave for like two weeks, so me and this other guy, and he was a dog handler. Uh, me and this other guy. We got into his, his uh, he had a, a patrol car, like a, a van, right? And we had got some, some dog poop, and, and we put it in a plastic bag, and we stuck it under the driver's seat. Oh. And it was the summertime, uh. and he came back, and he opened that door, right? He said it had permeated into the foam in the seats. Uh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ruthless. I got one almost better for you. Okay. You know when you buy Purdue chicken in the supermarket, it's in a shrink-wrapped tray. It's like the plastics around it. So I used to buy chicken breast, you know, and it was summer, and it must have slid out of the bag because three days after I went shopping, I'm like, where's that chicken? <laughs> I opened the trunk, and I kind of smelled something, but when I saw it, I just said, like, my son, I think my son was, like, really young. He was going to grab it. I said, don't touch it, because the plastic had expanded. And yeah. it was oh. And that's like, it's like basically a, a dead body in the sun. It's a yeah. dead body yeah. in the sun. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Well, gentlemen, as I always say, Great thank you show. for your time. Thank you for your knowledge, but most of all, thank you for your friendships. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. Thank you for putting up with me on an off night. And, nah, just, you were great, buddy. You were great. You guys are always great. I Even on a bad night, you guys are good. And I always appreciate the time and the effort that you do, uh, that you that you put aside for this podcast that doesn't seem to have an end of sight, but that's okay. Uh, Marie Martin says, good show. See you next time. Marie, thank you very much for watching. Thank you for, yeah, thanks, for participating. Thanks, thanks, of course, Patty, I love you. We love you. Uh, yeah, we, I'll, I'm, I'll be on Sunday morning, Patty. You know what that's all about. So coffee with the king. And, uh, <laughs> you know, 
We'll see how it goes. What time do you do that show on Sunday? I do it at a weird time. We do it like 7.45 in the oh, morning. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I think I'm going to sleep about that it's time. Sunday. <laughs> I'm well, not, I'm actually, some I'm, people I'm, say I'm it's awake. too early, but there's a whole group of people that say that's perfect. Yeah. Because I used to do it like 8, 8.15, and someone's like, oh, you did it too late. And I'm like, I, I really can't balance it. So I came yeah. up with that kind of time. You know, I'm actually it, up at that time. Maybe I'll you, do it at eight o'clock. Maybe I'll start YouTube? doing it at eight o'clock. Is that huh? is a live Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a live okay. stream. It's a live stream. It's on. You have it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. It's on, but we're, it's a different channel. The King of Facebook channel. It's okay. not on this channel. Okay. King of Facebook channel. It's a whole different character. It's a whole different thing. But I'll, I'll, I'll check in as I'm it's, ready Yeah, there's the King of the, the coffee with the King is very. It's kind of low key, but it can get out of hand sometimes. You? Big, big Bubba is making his 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 big comeback this week. Big Who Bubba, is? Big Bubba. I remember my him. sidekick. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's my sidekick. Yeah, that shit was kicking off when you guys first like met me. Okay. I was commenting <laughs> on one of those shows. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, um, if everybody's listening still, or you you turned it off, I don't know. Uh, make sure to check out the Music Relic Show with Mark Lou and. Perry Dedovich, the AI. <laughs> Is that the one with the naked men? Oh, Marie, boy. you do watch. She watches all my live streams. Uh, hold on a second. She's here. a fan. <laughs> They're naked. She's like, ooh, look at them. They're naked. Look at the muscles on them. Oh, naked. Look, who need all them muscles? Who needs all them muscles? I wouldn't want all that. Ooh, look at them muscles. That's Marie. That's what she does. She's in there. She's rubbing her hands together like a fly. Ooh, look at them, look at them muscles. Uh, yeah, and like I was saying, uh, make sure you check out the Music Relish Show uh, on. They have a YouTube channel, and I think you guys are on podcast platforms, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and as I always say, you guys are the engine that runs this machine. Without you, it would just be me talking to these two, and that's not a bad thing when it comes to music. And as I always say, and I will be seeing my man uh, Sunday night, uh, to quote my favorite artist, Morrissey, doing the show for you, the pleasure, the privilege is mine. There will be no show next week, by the way. Okay. Okay. I'll be in Boston. I'm going to see see, uh, Nick Cave. Nick Cave, yeah. Yeah, on Tuesday. And I'll be back Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Have a good time at Morrissey. Enjoy. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Of course, uh, if he, listen, if he if he shows up, yeah, the air conditioning better be on. Nah, he he's getting over dengue. He had dengue fever or something like that. He canceled two weeks of shows in Mexico. Yeah, ben Ben Gay fever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, everybody, I'm gonna download this beast, and I will see you. We'll see you in two weeks. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>